0: Hey everyone, thank you for tuning in to Romero Records Podcast. We're going to start off by giving you some of our sponsors. First off, we've got the Coffee Ride. The Coffee Ride makes amazing coffee. I'm telling you, they've got ingredients from all over the place. Exotic flavors, 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 such as Ethiopian blends with strawberry, white grape, creamsicle, and jasmine. It's crazy. Their bags are biodegradable. Their farmers are paid well and local. And one goal is to be able to ride their coffee to each home in order to avoid the use of gasoline or cars in general. It's crazy. Do us all a favor and order from this local company at thecoffeeride.com and receive 20% at checkout with the code Romero. That's R-O-M-E-R-A. We're also brought to you by Simper Savage. Simper Savage has done the work for you when it comes to making a salad dressing. Now, When I spoke to the owner of Semper Savage, he described to me that he wanted to have a salad dressing with no sugar, none of those added preservatives, none of that extra crap. Well, guess what? He is delivered. Semper Savage has none of those added sugars, none of that extra crap, none of that extra salt, those preservatives, none of that. This goes great as marinating meat. It goes great as marinating your veggies. Is that a thing? Do you marinate the veggies or is it just a dressing? Anyways, put Semper Savage on everything. It's like hot sauce. You know, you put hot sauce on everything. Do the same thing with Semper Savage dressing. It's amazing. Use code Romera Records at checkout at SemperSavage.com. That is S-E-M-P-E-R-S-A-V-A-G-E.com. We're also brought to you by FNX. Yes, FNX. They are formulated by athletes for athletes. You can expect to fill your shelves with high-quality supplements. Dude, FNX has CBD oil, BCAAs, creatine, protein. You can get it all at FNXfit.com. Use code SUPA, not super, SUPA, S-U-P-A, 15-15. To get 15% off your order at checkout. SuperHindo 15 Don't forget that every item purchased, that's a gallon of water. Think about this. They donate a gallon of water. I, I was too excited to, f- to finish my sentence. But they donate a gallon of water for every item purchased. It's crazy. Absolutely crazy. So, yeah. Go check out FNXfit.com. We're also brought to you by Magic Spoon. Now, at first I was really skeptical about Magic Spoon. Their cereal is pretty good. All right, so check this out. You know when you really want a bowl of cereal, but you feel kind of bad about eating it, basically? Well, Magic Spoon is a protein-packed cereal. Now, it's got zero grains, zero sugars, and three net carbs. Now, go ahead and do the Semper Savage and marinate on that, all right? So, everybody knows that they want to have cereal late at night when you're about to go to bed. Add a little protein to that. And how about zero carbs and zero sugars? Get some Magic Spoon in your life. Use code Saves. That's H-E-N-D-O-S-A-V-E-S. Saves, And you're going to get a good little discount at magicspoon.com. All righty. Welcome to Ameri Records Podcast. Today we have on Mitt Montreux. How's it going, man? I'm going good, man. Doing good. Good. So um
1: yeah, you've been you've been working with Ryan. I have. I have. Yeah. How's it's that ex- been going? It's exciting. It's exciting. Um, I actually started working with him in March of this year. Oh, really? Uh-huh. Um, and um I just was with him like two days ago. I did a five hour session. Okay. So it's always good to be with Ryan. Yeah.
0: Good. yeah. Yeah, for sure. I I just randomly found him, uh, started doing that podcast with him, mm-hmm. and then like slowly things have been like like connections like it's right. been crazy so i just started i used to use my twitter yeah. just for like um like sports and mm-hmm. then i s- decided like ah screw it let me just do it for music too cuz that's uh, instagram was just for my music yeah yeah so um yeah i started um following like a bunch of producers and artists and stuff on twitter you, well some random person was like uh, everybody post your music on um down below and i'll follow your youtube so i posted one of my videos and some guy liked it and he hmm. was like uh yo this is fire and i was like all right cool thanks <laughs> i went to his profile and he said he was in memphis and i was like oh snap you're oh, in yeah. memphis <laughs> he was like yeah and i was like all right cool so i went and looked at his uh his tweets yeah. and one of his tweets it was a video with ryan <laughs> and, I uh, like, and i was like no that's crazy. way it's <laughs> crazy are you on twitter um, I'm not on Twitter you're not on Twitter I'm not on Twitter man I at first as I said I just did the sports thing and I was like I don't really care to do Twitter mm-hmm. with my music it's whatever like I know you can blow up quick with it because like people can't. will get those retweets and retweets. likes, and yep it just takes one person
1: but um I yeah it's, say it's pretty legit <laughs> <laughs> I always say it just takes one person one opportunity one room it always takes just one yeah. of something. Yeah. And it can change your life forever. So
0: Absolutely. I mean, have you made any like weird connections through through uh social media like a Facebook, um, Instagram? Something like that.
1: Um, not really. Uh, I met a couple of people just by performing in, like, little shows around town. Mm-hmm. So I've met, like, a couple people. Um, I'm actually working on my album now. So I've met, like, uh, about three people that I've met doing competitions. I asked them to come on and be features on my album. And okay. So all of them agreed to it. That's why I was with Ryan for the other day. Um, yeah. I had to cut a demo for them so they'll have something to go off of. So, we're just getting them back in, and it's always good to collab with other people, especially yeah. with the same with the same mindset as you. So, absolutely, it's yeah fun. i
0: I have completely realized how much collaboration can change
1: your career. It can, it can. It's all about growing your fan base because it's like now you've reached a whole other audience that probably wouldn't have you probably wouldn't have reached on your own, but just by you having a feature, you reach that audience. So. It just, it's, it's amazing, and it's it allows the listeners to hear another good sound and another good person, so I'm always good for collabs. Exactly. Yeah,
2: yeah.
0: and the, a big phrase, I guess, that's popping up lately is um, collabs over competition is because people have yeah. started getting these competitions of, you know. That's true. That people start hating on other people, and it's like, dude, like. If y'all stop
1: hating on each other,
0: y'all can make a great hit.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's all it takes. That's all it takes. I always say that we're always stronger together than mm-hmm. apart. So I don't care if it's just someone that's starting off or whatever. I want to be in a room with you. Let's let's make some hits. Let's make some, you know, music and stuff like that. Yeah. Or whatever. So,
0: I mean, that that really came into play. Remember when uh, Drake and uh, Meek Mill had that beef? Yeah, they did. Dude, like they had, God, what was the song that they had? You talking prior to? Yeah, prior to the
1: beef, um, what was the name of that song? I can't remember.
0: Rico, they had
1: Rico. Was it, Rico? it was it was
0: on Meek Mill's album. Oh yeah, it was. Uh, the, it was like a red background with the money sign. It was. So they had Rico together, and that song blew up. Mm-hmm. And then after that is when they had that little beef. Yep. And then, um, they then I think the next song they did together was "Going Bad." which was on Meek
1: Mill's the um next to last right, uh, right. album he had or something like that. That's when they came back after the all the turmoil I yeah. want to say. Yeah, I mean it was good. It was good. I mean
0: the beef brought out some good songs. Didn't yeah. <laughs> bring out the back to back came. Uh, <laughs> classic. Back <Back-to-back> to back is classic. <laughs> yeah. I mean competition does bring out good stuff but it, does. it was it was like come on man. Like, was y'all make it it's It was, it's too, it was. Much. it's too much. It was especially over like it was Pretty much over Nikki, mm-hmm. and now Meek ain't even with her, so it's kind of it's like, what were it we even pointless. doing?
2: <laughs> it's
1: pointless now,
0: it was all pointless. Yeah, I mean that's how the industry is, though. Like, it is scary. If you pay attention to stuff that happens in the music industry, mm-hmm. people will do dumb stuff and then blow up. Yeah, blow up off of it, and then
1: like later on, it'll be irrelevant. It's like, it will be. And it's like you're here you, you got here why again? Yeah. You know, <laughs> something that wasn't even relevant now, but Yeah. It's just it's crazy. Yeah. I mean, even people like um
0: like Takashi, like dude came out of nowhere. I rock with him. Yeah, you like your I Tekashi? like
1: his music. I, I really rock with him. Um a lot of people don't like him because of the whole snitch thing mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, but I, I, I would go on record saying that I, I rock with him. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, and his some, music. <laughs> there are
0: some people you just have to take them for who, who they, they are. exactly. And some people, you know, they're trying to make him somebody he's not. Yep. Like the famous video, have you seen um, Common, like getting upset at Lil Yachty?
2: Mm-hmm. It's, it's, I haven't <laughs> seen it.
0: So, um, what is that show? It's got DJ Academics, Common. Is a TV show? Not Common. What's his name? Is it Common? He'd probably be talking about Joe Budden, Joe Budden, yeah. Everybody gets them mixed okay. up, <laughs> okay, or I, I'm getting them mixed up, but uh, Joe yeah, Budden. Joe, Joe Budden. Budden, I don't know why, but anyways, so yeah, Joe Budden and DJ Academics and that chick, I can't think of her name. Um, they've got that. Um, I don't like watch it much, but
1: I know what she's talking about, I know what she's talking about,
0: but yeah, anyways, so Joe Budden is like talking about Lil Yachty, and he's like, dude, like you know, you you can articulate yourself well and it's like, but you make this trash music and he's just like upset at him. And oh, well. cause like a, you know, the type of music and also like he's saying he doesn't really care about this and that and mm-hmm. being, having great lyrics. He doesn't, he's not into it. And Joe Budden's just getting upset. And then Lil Yai's like, Bro, chill. <laughs> He's like, I just make music. You know? right. that's all I do. And, right, you know, I'm, I'm making money. Who cares? Who cares? If this, <laughs> you know. So, I mean, that's that's just that generational gap. Mm-hmm. Like, Joe Budden's age group of people ex- yeah. expect different than
1: what, what? Lil Yachty's age group. Absolutely, absolutely. So how old are you? I'm 27. And I was just going to say, I feel like that's why I have a hard time reaching. Um, audiences mm-hmm. just because I know my how my music is like I love old school music like um I was just listening I know I'm, I'm probably gonna get roasted for this but I was just <laughs> listening to um uh, Home Alone I want to say is it called by R. Kelly um I know you know that song It's like uh, Beats Everywhere, something like that. I don't don't know that one. one. Okay, but it's it's, it's like a house party song from Mm. the 90s or whatever. Okay. So I love music like that, that is feel good and it's real relaxing. Back when the time when, you know, it wasn't about social media, it was about having a good time and it was about, you know, just doing stuff that, you know, makes you feel good or whatever. So. I feel like that's my music, but it just, it kind of goes between, <laughs> like, is it R&B, is it blues, is it pop, is it whatever, because growing up, I had a blue. I come from a blues background, like okay. my family, I'm from Mississippi originally, I've been in Memphis about two years. Okay. Um... Yeah, when you called me, it was a Mississippi number. I was yep, like, I yep. don't know anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yep, that's it. So my mom, um, my family was real big on blues. So we go to blues concerts, festivals. I'm um, literally like for Thanksgiving, we all pack up and drive like two hours to go to this big blues concert. Nice. So I love like people like Betty Wright and Shirley Brown and um, Johnny Taylor and Willie Clayton, all that kind of type of people. So I feel like when I make my music, I like to incorporate those sounds as well as like. Anita Baker And like The fun is That Whitney Houston song, mm. Songs had in them And It's just I know sometimes It can get lost But yeah. I have to remember that You know Everyone is not gonna get it Yeah But yeah. I also have to remember that Someone is gonna get it You know mm-hmm. Um, And I always said Whether I have one supporter Or one million I'm gonna do what I love Which is I love writing music And I yeah. love like Going to the studio Um, It's just An outlet for me Honestly It's just I'm not a real good communicator when it comes to my feelings, mm. but I can make like the, the the one of the best love songs <laughs> there is. And it's be like, how do you even do this? And it's it's crazy because I guess it's just my way of expressing myself. I'm guessing. So. Okay.
0: Yeah, I mean, some people are just you know they have different avenues on how they want to attack the music mm-hmm. industry, and in my opinion, you just do what you want to do, yep. and then some somebody out there is going to appreciate Absolutely. you know what you're doing. Absolutely you might as well just do what you love. I mean, it's just like in life, you know, you could work at McDonald's or you could work at a a fortune 500 company, but if if you're upset at what you're doing,
1: then it
0: sucks. (laughs) Just change it, (laughs) change, change what you're doing. You know, if you're, if you're going to, if you're going to pick something in life, you might as well just be happy doing the thing you're doing, because at the end of the day, you'll know that you'll be happy doing it. And, you know, a lot of people, Say they they rather be rich and upset, and it's like ah.
1: <laughs> give me a give me a, a, a paycheck to paycheck with a little happiness, and I'm all good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm I mean, all you all might
0: good. as well like try to find that happy medium. Like right. if if you're making, you know, forty grand a year, mm-hmm. and that all you do is music, then congrats. You know, that's I think that's an accomplishment. It, that's it being is, successful. It is, it is. So it's I don't know. Some people they don't really get that, mm-hmm. and I mean. It, I, I do think that a lot more musicians have a better chance at making more money nowadays. Like, uh, do you have a band camp?
1: What is a band camp?
0: So band camp, ah, I'm about to put you on. Oh, okay. <laughs> I out. So um, I actually didn't even really know about Bandcamp camp until um, you know who Luis Page is. I don't. So I had Louise Page. <laughs> I had Louise Page on. Uh, she's a singer in the um, the Memphis area and actually that's the name of her whole band is called Louise Page okay. but that's her name too. Gotcha. But um yeah, so she has a Bandcamp. So it's uh, bandcamp.com mm-hmm. and basically it's like your own website for you as a musician. Okay, okay. And all you have to do is just sign up. And then basically, um, you can like upload your music onto the website Mm -hmm. and, um, people can listen to your music on your profile and then also buy your music from your profile. Uh, So you can have like a, I don't know if it's like a pro membership or whatever. It's like $10 a month, Mm -hmm. but I think you can also do a free membership. I don't know what the difference is. I'm actually thinking about downgrading from the, whatever the payment one to, I think the free one, I think there is a free one, but, um, yeah, so it's it's a really great website. Okay, okay. Because I was actually trying to um, like start buying music for my friends, like all my friends that do music. I was going to buy
1: something that they
0: have, and then I was thinking I was like, how do you buy music? <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> the biggest question, especially
1: when you don't people don't have like um, iTunes or, or you yeah know, stuff like that. How do they buy? Because I work at a school um, here in, in well here in Memphis. I work mm. at a elementary school. And I tell my coworkers, I tell them about my music and stuff like that. My principal came to me. She was like, "How do you buy it?" I said, "Well, <laughs> I don't know." She said, "She she said she doesn't have anything." I was like, "Well, it's on YouTube. You can go watch it." <laughs> can you pay for it on YouTube? I was like, "No." She said, "No, I'm trying to buy it. I yeah. want to support you." Yeah, and I was like, "I don't I don't know how." Well, now you know. Bandcamp. Bandcamp. Yeah. yeah, like
0: that's it's a crazy thing because. That's what I was trying to do. I was just trying to buy my friend's music. And then I was like, whoa, how do you do it? But Amazon's one way. So if you use like a TuneCore or DistroKid, CD Baby, that kind of stuff. I do. If you you have your music on Amazon, then you can buy it off Amazon. That's super easy. But other than that, like Bandcamp's the only like super easy official way I know to like buy music. and that's Which is kind of weird. I think Spotify (laughs) would- and all those other companies, they would really benefit from being able to just. Purchase have, it. Yeah, have purchasable Spotify, music. You
1: can't purchase on Spotify. Now. No. I didn't no. think so.
0: So I, if somebody just opened that up, I think that would be like all the artists would just funnel into that. Mm-hmm. Do you use Tidal? I do. So I, I wonder if,
1: I wonder if Tidal has that on there. Well, I don't use it like it's my streaming service. Oh, you just have your music my on My music there? is okay. on Tidal, yeah. Yeah.
0: If, is one of those, um. What do you call it like uh, I can't
1: think of the name of it, but
0: just like n- not that many people uh use it, but mm-hmm. if they did use it, they would realize how great it is it,
1: it, I used to have it it's it's amazing yeah it's they amazing. they pay
0: the most money out of like yep. all the streaming sites, yep. and so it's you know people listen if people stream your music on title, that's what you're gonna make the most money
1: off Absolutely. of Absolutely. what
0: do you what are you currently getting your? like most streams off of, do you know? Um Apple Music, Apple. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I mean <laughs> Apple seems like a good gateway because like everybody's, you know, if they've got an iPhone, iPhone they're they probably going to use Apple Music. Right. So, I the Apple Music and Spotify seem like the two heavy hitters right now.
1: Oh, yeah, it's definitely. I can't seem to break out in Spotify for whatever reason. Yeah. I can not I just can't seem um to just get a lot of plays in Spotify, how I get in Apple music. So I guess this with my next project coming up, I definitely want to learn how to dominate Spotify because I feel like Spotify is a, a heavy hitter when it comes to streams. It is. It is. Yep. Um,
0: do you have any playlist on Spotify? Like, Have you gotten your music in a playlist?
1: No, I submit it every time, though. Really? I submit it, but it hasn't got picked up.
0: All right. I think I'm about to put you on another
1: website.
0: (laughs) So there's a website called Submit Hub. And so Submit Hub, it's kind of good and it's kind of bad at the same time. Uh So I'll explain. So you have to pay, like you get a free membership, I believe. And then you have to pay to get credits on the website. So when you get these credits, I think it's like for five or for $6, you get five credits and you can go all the way up to like, a hundred credits for like eighty dollars. So you get these credits and what you do is you you like you upload your music onto SubmitHub, Hub and mm-hmm. then you can pay curators. Curators are people like um Instagram influencers or okay. people who have like a playlist on Spotify. You basically get credits through them and like you um you use your credits. Uh, on them and you submit your music. So every time you submit Uh your music to them, you've used a credit. Gotcha. Now, when you do that, they can either decline it and be like, um, your music doesn't fit my playlist or they can use it. So if they accept it, then they'll put your music in their playlist and, that's,
1: I mean, that's a win-win thing. That's a win. I've been trying to get in playlists since I start releasing, so yeah. that would be amazing to be on the playlist. Yeah. So SubmitHub,
0: it's it kind of sucks because I think it's kind of pricey. Like for eighty bucks is a hundred credits. I've been denied. I think I've sent out three different songs mm-hmm. to, I want to say about forty different people, and I've only got accepted by three. Oh wow! So you have one you have to be strategic so you can't take you know like an R&B song and submit it to a grunge right. or a grime hip hop playlist right, because they're right. they're automatically going to decline it right and then um you just have to be strategic on like how many of your credits you're going to use cuz you know you paid for those so you, you just have to know what you're doing and who you're sending who out you send to yeah. but yeah i mean if you can find somebody who's got a big name playlist yeah. and just submit it to them, then boom, like
1: your music is going to skyrocket. It will. It will. It's just the getting it out there. It's the hard part, especially yeah. when you, you really like, well, uh, for me, I know I do, a, I, I do all this alone. So, mm-hmm. um, I go to the, I write my own music. I go to the studio alone and unless I do a feature or something, then we'll go together or something like that. But for the most part, like the promotion, the even like the little videos that I post to promote for the music I do all it on my own. Yeah. So it's just like it's getting it out there is the hard part mm-hmm. or whatever for me it is. Yeah. Like well I can reach a certain amount of people but it's only like probably like three percent of the world that I can probably reach. Yeah. You know. So but I do the little Facebook ads and the Instagram ads and all that kind of stuff so it runs but. I, I see probably, like, eight 900 views or whatever from that, but yeah. it's still not, you know, bringing in a lot of momentum.
0: Yeah, I've heard that Facebook ads are, like, one of the best things to do. Yeah. But, so I've done, a, like, a Facebook ad one time. I think I spent probably, like, a 100 and something bucks on the ad. Oh, wow. And I had, like, I think I got, like, 5,000 views off of, it was a video that I posted on YouTube and then... I did a Facebook ad on it and got like
1: 5,000 views off of it, but no interaction. See, that's my thing. It's, I get the views, but no interactions.
0: Which is weird to me. It's very weird. Like, you had at least expect somebody to be like, yo, this is trash. I didn't even get that. <laughs>
1: I, right, no thumbs down, no yeah. nothing. It's like nothing, like no interaction, nothing but views. I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, so it's, so
0: it's it's kind of weird. You don't even know if real people are even seeing it. Exactly. So I don't know. I, but I've heard Facebook. It, makes you
1: it does it makes you wonder.
0: It does. I mean, I, I'm all for using Instagram and and Facebook. You know, paying them to do my ads. But if if I don't get any real like, you know, followers exactly. or likes or stuff like that, it's, it's just really weird. a waste of money. Yeah. At the end of the
1: day, if yeah. you're not like getting like link clicks and all that kind of stuff, it's, it's not really worth it to me. Yeah. So I just feel like when I do my album, I got to come up with a different approach as to how I'm gonna release it. I'm I got some real special coming forward. Um, that's why I released my EP in the meantime mm-hmm. because I um I've been working on my album since March, and I've been working. Well, the album is done, almost done. Once I get the features added on, they'll be done pretty much. But um, I'm working on visuals for it, so it's just like I didn't want to wait until all the visuals get done. Yeah. So I was just like, let me just put something out. And that's why I came up with the concept of In the Meantime. Okay. Um, and that type of thing. But I just feel like uh, when the album come, I definitely want to really promote and really have. How did, well, let me ask you this. How do you feel about paying um, social influencers, like, directly to post your um, music or something like that or ad on their page for, like, 24 hours? You know, they had a, uh, the specials for, like, and then they'll post show post on their page for like 24 hours.
0: Yeah. So I've personally, I've had a really bad experience with like paying people. Oh, Um, so what was it? God, I can't. I think his name's like Selly Bo or something like that on YouTube, yeah. but he he reviews like people's videos.
2: Okay, he's okay. like
0: one of those type of guys. And I was like, Oh, this would be amazing because like right. he gets like hundreds of thousands of views, right? So I was like, Yeah, if he can just review one of my videos and everybody's really gonna dope. see my music, it's gonna be awesome. Well, I think I so I tried to contact him and it was kind of a weird exchange. Like it took him a while to get back and he was being short with me and I didn't really, I wasn't understanding what was going on. So he, he said it was like 20 bucks for a review and I was like, all right, cool. So I, I sent him the 20 bucks and then he was like, all right, it'll be up, uh, and like you know, by tomorrow or something like that. I was like, all right, cool. So, um, I think the day had went by and like a couple days went by and I, I messed him again and didn't hear anything back. Oh wow! And I was like, yo, you're just like, asking people for money and scamming people scamming I
1: was like for $20 I was like
0: you're lame and all this stuff and
1: this I was just like whatever so
0: from then on out like I'm a fool me once type of person oh yeah <laughs> oh yeah like even even with my podcast like there've been people who said they would come on the podcast and and they uh, they they'll do they'll be a no call no show and uh, they won't say anything and I'm just like all right never again like, yeah. sorry but I gave you a shot you could have at least said See, you weren't coming
1: you know there's burning bridges yeah
0: know. so I'm like sorry you know I don't I'm not wishing the worst on you or anything I'm just saying like I I've got time you know like time is money for me so it's, if right. if you're wasting my time I I can't afford to literally try to schedule you again so absolutely. Uh, I said all that to say this. Be careful with that. Um, I would definitely make sure that, like, I would probably pay the person after they do it. Gotcha. So, and number one, like, quality-wise. So, let's say you, you know, you pay them the money and then they don't really like <laughs> they don't really do a good job on it and you're yeah. like
1: crap i just paid for trash <laughs> the only thing i have done is like uh music reviews like um this guy uh he works with like lil boosie and and um lil baby mm-hmm. and he does he does like music reviews uh every week so it's about $20 you send you cash up him like $20 and then he'll do your he'll play, he'll go on Instagram live and then play your music and stuff like that. So I've I, I've done that with him. Um, if he played the music, and he was just like you know um, I needed to work on my bars a little bit. But he was just like he it was like a lot of, of potential and stuff like that. So it was real. It was a it was it was it was good oh, to okay. say the least. Yeah, that's good. It was real. It was real good. Real informing. Um, It made me look at things from a different angle or Mm -hmm. whatever. It's always good. I love criticism. Yeah. Like when I go to the studio with Ryan, I'll be recording something. He'll immediately stop it and be like, (laughs) let's try something else. And I'll be like, Ryan, come on, man. (laughs) Come on, man. But those are the
0: type of people that you need to keep around. Absolutely. People don't understand that. Like the people who are critiquing you are the people who care. Absolutely. I mean, um, so I, I had, um, My friend, uh, Flight Pilot D, I had him in here. And he was like, man, you are always getting on everything I do. I was like, because I want it to sound good. Right, right. If I just sat there and was
1: like, yeah, good. That would make me feel some type of way. Definitely. (laughs) definitely. All
0: right, next. Like, you know, you want somebody to actually be on you about it.
1: Ryan was really like the second studio I really, really just went to. I had one engineer in Jackson, Mississippi. Um, that I went to for five years, I went to him straight. And Ryan was really, the, like, the first engineer that I have gone to outside of him. So it was, the transition was different or whatever because, you know, um, the guy back in Jackson, Mississippi, he he runs his things a little different mm. Um he was sort of like, how, how, how you just said, he'll be just going there. I'll ask him, how do you feel about this? And he was like, how do you feel about it? Or whatever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, Lord. But the more I went to him, the more he started giving me critique and mm. telling me to try this and try that and all that kind of stuff. But when I started working with Ryan, it was kind of like almost off the bat. It was a good working relationship and that type thing. Um, uh, Then he got to the point where he would – wouldn't hold back and he'll tell me you know this don't sound right you'll <laughs> change the melody of it like you can't sing that run Don't yeah, yeah. don't try to sing that run <laughs> just sing it out flat you know he'll yeah, tell yeah. me he'll save me he'll definitely save me um and and i feel like that's why uh I, I, I trust his opinion yeah and yeah. um and that type thing he actually gave me well he told me to reach out to you about um getting beats made mm-hmm. um because i told him i said I do not long, i no longer want to do 2 track beats I don't want them in my life. I don't want to go to YouTube <laughs> and find beats and yeah. pay people like no, I wanna like beat built from scratch and something that's gonna fit my voice that way it can yeah. be like ten times way better yeah. than what it is.
0: And that's another thing I've looked into with the um on the Twitter thing, like all it's a bunch of producers I've been following. It's not so many um like actual artists like singers or rappers or yeah. anything. And they'll all be complaining about the artists and how they don't want like that that customized like this crazy art to it. And I'm just like, man, that's everything.
1: That is, that's this like this the best thing since sliced bread? Honestly, yeah. like having your own beat and it's centered around your voice specifically, your voice. Exactly. It's gonna be amazing. Exactly, it's gonna be amazing. So,
0: and even like so from an engineer standpoint. So if you've got somebody with like a deep voice if they have a lot of bass in the song, it doesn't work well because the low frequencies will be clashing. And a lot of people don't like really understand that. So like having a producer that knows your voice and like knows what's going on with you, then they could literally customize everything. And, you know, it is, it would be great to just go to beat stars and find a beat and buy it and stuff like that. But, it's it's something different, especially
1: just being in the same room as the person, as the person making the beat come alive. you yeah. you just vibing with the beat and you write to the beat and is I, I I want that every time I go to the studio. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. I want that their process. Um, not saying that you know um, nothing nothing is wrong with two track beats. I just feel like I want more for myself as an artist and more for myself is like to get you know quality beats made that are just for me. Um, I'm currently in the, in the um, process of trying to like turn my other bedroom into like a little mini studio Nice Because I realized that I'll go to, i write a song and I think the song is so dope And then i go record it with Ryan I'll be like, oh, I don't really like this I, 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 <laughs> I thought I recorded it and then heard it back, you know I yeah. really don't care for it or whatever So I definitely want to like um, create my own studio at home just so I can record stuff And see how it sounds before I actually go to Ryan to get it yeah. done or whatever and it, I just think that just goes back to taking control, complete control of my artistry and stuff like that. I just, I'm a con- control freak when it comes to my music. Like, it took me five years to release. Dang. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had like, when I released my first song, I had about 40-some songs recorded that I had never released. Wow. I was too scared to. And all of a sudden, <laughs> this year it was just like, you know That's what? crazy. Just go for it. Just start releasing. And I just... I had people to support me, yeah, and, um, and I just did it. I just did it. And every time I get ready to post a song or a project, it's always nerve-wracking. I literally have to post it. I'll make a little post, initial post, and be like, you know, it's out. It's out right now. <laughs> Close eyes. I would literally turn my phone off for the rest of the night. I'm telling <laughs> you. I would turn my phone off or <laughs> I like turn off my notifications for social yeah. media because I'll, I don't know – I don't know how it's being received. It's scary. It's scary. It's <laughs> That's hilarious. hilarious.
0: Yeah. I mean, there's so many people that have anxiety in the music business, and mm-hmm. people don't understand that. Like, uh, God, who was that? I think it was uh, the Black Keys were on uh, a Joe Rogan podcast. Mm-hmm. and. Um, one of the guys was like, Yeah, I've I've got bad anxiety. Like they're one of the they like the they worst. won Grammys and all this like they have all these accolades. And he was like, Yeah, I've I've got bad anxiety. He was like, <laughs> i would almost throw up every time we go on stage. Yes. And he was like, What?
1: Right. <laughs> it's
0: like you're the black kid. right? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, Yeah, man, it's it's pretty bad. And I was uh do you know who TNT is, the producer?
1: TNT, I don't.
0: He's made a lot of records for um I think Is NBA. he in Memphis? I, I don't think so. Okay, okay. I think he's actually in uh, Atlanta. But right. he's he's done a lot of stuff with um, NBA Youngboy lately. And um, who else is he I think he's done one with Rod Wave and some other people. But, um, yeah, he was doing an Instagram Live, which was it was really cool. Like he would do uh, like a beat critique so mm-hmm. people could send in their beats to him while he's on Instagram Live. And he would like uh, review the beats. And I was like, lit. oh, that's pretty dope. It's lit. And uh he was like, Man, right now this is crazy. He was like, I I don't usually get on the the phone. He's like, I don't like having my face in front of people. And I was like, What? <laughs> I was like, Oh my god. I mean, this dude's got plaques, like, you know, platinum, It'd be gold like plaques. That.
1: It's so crazy. It'd be like that. I mean, it's
0: it I mean, it sucks for the people, like, you know, the the consumers, because mm. consumers love to just See people in action, they do I mean that's that's what social media is, like you just want to see everything that's going on in yep. people's lives, so if somebody's got anxiety about being in front of a camera like you don't you can't get that from them yep. which you know as a consumer it's kind of selfish, but you know that's what you want
1: <laughs> you it want is. the entertainers to entertain yep you want to see they um I spoke with a guy here he has a studio um out near um Wind Road mm-hmm. and um he had we he invited me to his studio. We just literally talked for thirty minutes and he was just telling me that you gotta it's a show. It's yeah. a show. You got you have to put on the show. You have to show them what you eating. You have to show them yeah. you're going to the studio. You have to show them behind the scenes what you doing just because people love to see a show and I don't feel like I've gotten there, yet. Yeah, I, I really feel like I need me a personal photographer or mm. a videographer to just follow me around to record stuff and take pictures yeah. in order for me to be there. But it's like, who has time for that, you know? Exactly. And who has the budget for that when you have to <laughs> pay for studio time and pay for, you know, visuals and stuff like that? Yeah.
0: I mean, so. it's it's – it's easy and difficult at the same time. It is. I mean, it how hard is it to just, you know, have somebody to just take those pictures while you're doing something, but at the same time you don't want to feel like it's fake, you right, know what I right, mean? Right, right. You don't want to have a bunch of pictures and look like it's all set up. And which, you know, that's what a lot of people do. I mean, that's <laughs> to be real. Yeah. You know,
1: I don't I don't think that I I wouldn't do anything fake, I know for sure. I wanted to just follow me around. I want to see, I want the people to see. Um, I was thinking about investing in a camera. Mm-hmm. And every time I turn, well, the second bedroom that I have, I've turned into like a workspace. So I got like posters everywhere. Nice. And um, about like uh, storyboards and and. People that I, like, my music that that it's influenced by and stuff like that. Yeah. So I just go in there, and I want to get, like, a camera just to sit up, because that's why I go in, I write. I turn on my little LED lights. Mm -hmm. I blew it out or green it out, whatever feeling I'm feeling. Mm -hmm. And I literally just write for hours sometimes, and I really want that documented. Mm But it just, I, I feel like I need to invest in the camera, and I need to invest in me like a little home studio. Um, or whatever to be more successful. Yeah. But I don't want to go too far away because my job should be just to be the artist. Yeah. yeah. And not the videographer and yeah. not the <laughs> engineer and stuff. So, yeah. That's, that's been,
0: that's been my problem. I, I love doing random stuff. Like I like, Me too. Le- I love learning like new skills and all that kind of stuff. Absolutely. So, absolutely. I, I ended up buying a camera, and, you know, I've, I've got the podcast. I've got yep. all this stuff, and I just have to, like, focus. I'm just like, yo, what do you want to do? <laughs> everything. What do you yeah. mean? <laughs> everything. At yeah. the
1: same time, you want to do everything at exactly. the same time. Everything is fulfilling. I think there's just this path and this career is just fulfilling for me. If I mm-hmm. can wake up, I always said that if someone offered me my salary my yearly salary and my my job i currently have i would quit for a year yeah you give me my salary i would quit for a year and i devote myself solely to music and solely to like perfecting my craft and that type thing and i don't think songwriting is out the window for me as well i feel Mm. like i'm a great songwriter so i would love to um, write songs for other artists and stuff like that but I don't want to be that person. that just write the song, give it to them, and then they just do what they want. I would want yeah. to be in the studio, and be like, "No, this is how this should go." This <laughs> you're doing it should, wrong. <laughs> you're doing it. This is not how it's supposed to go. What are you doing? Yeah. yeah. So that'll be
0: me. <laughs> I mean, that's part of a. That's part of a being a producer. You know, it's like a director. You know, yeah. you direct a movie. Like Absolutely. you, you've got this vision in mind of how this movie is supposed to go. Right. And you know, say if you bring in Will Smith and he's supposed to be. Um, acting the same way as uh, The Rock. And it's like, no, don't do it like that. Do it like right. how The Rock would do it. It's like, <laughs> then you got the wrong person doing <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's, you know, music is the same way. You know, if you if you have a vision, you just get it in the hands of the right people. Yep. And then they're going to smash it. Like yep. they're going to do a great job. Yep. I had a my friend Buddy, Uh, he, he was, we were, he made this conversation go full circle. It was hilarious, but he was talking about, um, we, we were talking about how great an actor Denzel Washington is. Mm -hmm. And then we just started talking about so many other things. And then he was like, dude, you know how awesome it is when somebody has a, like, or if you have a concept of how a song should go and then they know exactly what you're talking about. And I was like, "Yeah." He's like, "That's how good Denzel is." <laughs> <laughs> and I was he like, "Automatically knows what the one. <laughs> and I was it, like, <laughs> that's, "That is right." I mean, Denzel, you know, he's a great actor, and if you tell him do this in a movie, yeah, then he's I mean, going to hit it automatically. Yeah, so absolutely. that's how I envision people like um, like a Beyonce. You know, if you write a song, I don't know if you know this, but Neo wrote that song Irreplaceable. Yep. So. Yeah he probably wrote that song. I don't know if he wrote it for Beyonce or if he just wrote it and then was like, "Ooh, Beyonce would be good for this."
1: Right, right, right. So,
0: I'm sure Beyonce is just one of those people that just if you give her something and if it was for her, she she'll, have, she'll she'll kill take it. it, yep. She'll kill it every time. Yep, absolutely is Is that something that you um have made a step toward, or have you you just thought about it and like yeah, I might wanna start writing music for people
1: um just well, my friend um well, he's more like a brother to me, he lives up in Houston and um he um uh, he has a friend that it does music, and he was telling me that his friend really, really liked my music and said that he would love for me to write for him because he does music. Oh, so wow. That's when I was like, hmm. I was like, I've never just thought about writing for anyone else yeah. other than myself I and mean, that type of thing because I was like, you know, um, I don't like a lot of <laughs> rejection when it comes to my craft. <laughs> um, I can do criticism, but just flat out, like, oh, no, this is just whack. It would probably, like, light some fire in me to go harder, but at that time, I'd be like, oh. Uh, you know, I'll probably be a little down or whatever, but I'm all game for, you know, writing for other people and that type of thing. Just I just feel like if the vibe is there and the mindset is there, then let's go. Let's create a hit. Yeah.
0: So have people been hitting you up for features?
1: Um, a couple of people have. Yeah. Uh I'm supposed to be working on a um a album. I'm doing like a joint album with another artist oh, okay. here in Memphis. Um, we did one features together, and it turned out really, really dope. And um, we just want to kind of take it from there. Yeah. So we're doing a joint album together, and then um, the, my friend I was telling you about in Houston, mm-hmm. um, we're doing a joint album together. Nice. Um, um, It's gonna be probably like a little EP, a little small um, album, like yeah. four or five tracks. But it's always exciting. Uh, I feel like when I collab with people, it actually pushes me as a writer and as an artist because I'd be like, you know what? Um, it's it's not just me So I really got to Bring the heat So yeah. I don't lag And you know Yeah You know Have the other person To pick up from my, Where I lag Or whatever yeah. We both should be Equally You know Around the same level Or whatever So just writing With other people kind of pushes me to do that. Yeah. You know?
0: I mean there's two parts to that you don't want to be
1: the bad person on the song.
0: You don't you never <laughs> want to be the bad person. <laughs> you don't want to be the person that everybody made fun of that's on the song. Right and then or also, it also forward through. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then also you don't want to uh make the person feel bad that
1: they brought you you're onto on, the song.
0: Right, right, right. Like, like yo, I asked you to be on this song and I
1: regret it. I you regret know what the I mean? Song, so yeah. I haven't had one of those yet. Yeah. I haven't had one of those shit, but We'll see how this, these features <laughs> come. But I feel like everyone who I um who I asked to be a part of my album feature wise, I think they're very talented and um ex- well, extremely talented. And I just feel like I just want like everyone to eat. I want yes. everybody to grow. Yeah. Um because I'm doing well, for the album I'm doing like I'm following Beyonce still if I wanna do it, it's gonna be a visual album. Oh nice. So we've we've literally been filming since June. Oh wow! Um, I found my videographer. Funny story, how I found him. I was literally looking online. I was going on Instagram and just trying to find videographers in Memphis. Mm. I found a couple. They was like one location, one scene, like five hundred dollars. I was like, oh my goodness! Like this, (laughs) the prices is up. So I was like, okay, cool. (laughs) So I was literally going to the store. This on the corner of my um. Near my apartment And I saw this guy Just standing outside With a camera Taking pictures of, of Like grass and stuff On the floor And I pulled I said I, Let me turn around So I pulled up on him I thought he, I bet he thought I was somebody crazy Just pulling up Yeah and, Cause he just With a camera I was like I see you with a camera I said I'm an artist I need like a videographer and he was like, I'm looking to get into that." <laughs> nice. And I was like, okay, this could work. So yeah, yeah. he was like, send me a song. And I sent him the song and stuff like that. He was like, okay. He said, I listened to the song. We met and everything. Well, What well, started off as just going to be one music video. We end up in, like, the first time we talked, we was like, let's just do a visual album for it. Nice. So we're gonna, we've been going hard at it since June or whatever, so... Now, with the people that I've asked to be features on, it gives them opportunities to have them music video, too, you know? Exactly. So it's not just about, you know, me elevating. It's about them elevating, too. Exactly.
0: So. And I think people would definitely appreciate that, mm-hmm. you know, you, not only are you trying to uplift yourself, but you're trying to help them out. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. And that that's what I really want to get from, like, Romero Records, my company, is I just want to help people out. Like, I don't really care right. about the money. Like the money is going to come. It's going to come. If, work, yep. If, if I got a strong team, it's going to come. I, I just want to just connect people and like build people together. And so eventually, as I said, the, the money will come. And if you just like work on your be craft, patient. yeah, be patient, work on your craft, get good quality stuff out there. And, and everybody's just gonna have fun doing it, and you're it's not even gonna so fun, yeah. You're not even gonna realize like what
1: you're doing, right? Like, right,
0: people are gonna be like, Yo, y'all team is crazy. I'm like, oh snap, yeah, we are <laughs> y'all crazy. Man.
1: It's a good crazy, yeah, it's a good yeah. Crazy. It's like a constant highlight. I'm always catching like when I first did the when we first um shot for the first time back in June, we did like 10 hours a day, mm. and I was like, Oh my goodness, we would literally get up and we would shoot 10 hours nonstop. Wow. Um, the guy on my videography's name is Roosevelt, and um. He's been very, very patient. I have changed the track list a million times. <laughs> I have wrote new songs. He said, "Listen, this is it. Like don't change it no more." But <laughs> you know, I didn't change it again. Uh, he probably gonna see this and be like, "Oh, he didn't change it again." <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I done not change changed it again on him. But you know, he's always very supportive. I was like, he just want to make sure my vision comes, you know, yeah, to fruition and stuff like that. So. It's I I'm really appreciative to appreciative of uh, Roosevelt as well as Ryan because I feel like I wouldn't be musically like vocally I wouldn't be where I am without Ryan uh, just because I used to get in the booth and be scared mm-hmm. to like sing and I'd be scared to like do this and Ryan was just like you should sing more because. Not everyone know how to sing, so yes. you just sing more. And I was like, okay, well let me just try to sing more. Cause I always felt like I couldn't sing, honestly. I was mm-hmm. like, and he was like, just just sing more. So I started singing more. I started writing these difficult songs to sing. Like, um, one of my one of the most difficult songs it was to record was All of Me. And it was just I was like saying it real low and quietly right I was like, uh-uh, you gotta put some feeling in. Like <laughs> pull it from your stomach, pull it from your gut. And I was yeah. like, at first I was like, what does that mean? Like, how do you pull it from your gut? So I'm in the studio trying and trying. He was like, it's, it's <clears> cool. <throat> he said, you got it, you got it, you got it, you got it. And yeah. eventually, like, I started to pull it from there and I felt what he was saying or whatever. So I'm forever grateful for Ryan for, you know, pushing me to be where I am today. Mm-hmm. And I'm forever grateful for, you know, Roosevelt for, you know, every time I do record a song, I run about him. He's like, my team Yeah Roosevelt has been like My team member My teammate When it comes to this whole album And stuff like that He's done a lot of things And Gave given me a lot of ideas To go like visually And stuff like that And It's just It's good to have people like that Behind you Or whatever Because It's just hard to come by You know Yeah Especially like Cause like I said We've been filming since June And Roosevelt hasn't asked me For a dime to this day <laughs> You know And it's October So you yeah. know it's about him winning, me winning. This is something he's getting into. This is something that I want to get into. So mm-hmm. we both come up together, you know? Yeah. And um, it's just amazing, man. This is yeah. amazing because I never thought I'd be here. I never thought I'd be making music. <laughs> like, well, releasing music Yeah. I've yeah. always made it, but never thought I'd release.
0: So you said it took you the five years, but how long have you actually, like, been writing?
1: Um, I started writing back in, like, junior high school. Mm-hmm. Um, I actually wrote um, where I come from. We do like a class song, and a class song is like a well-known song that's already on the on the radio. Oh, okay. Like doing, like Missing You by Brandy and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. There was a class um, song, and you basically just take that song, take that beat, and then just change it and make it the lyrics to fit your class. Oh, okay. So that was my first song I ever written was that. And oh, I wrote wow. like four <laughs> or five of them. And people was coming to me, but like, can you write a class song? Because you have to submit it in oh. order to – so a lot of people uh, with the in other classes they'll be like, "Could you write me a song so I can submit it so I can have my um, name saying I wrote wrote songs." Nice. The... I, like, I wrote the song, but okay. Nah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I started writing, and then I um I actually from there I, I um started writing movies, mm-hmm. um, and I made it to like page eighteen of writing the movies, but it is just so detailed and just. So much time. Yeah. It's, it's so t- so much. It's so much time going to writing a movie script. But I let this author read it. That worked in my job, and she was like, It's so vividly like I can see everything. I can picture everything you've written. Like it's amazing. Don't stop mm. or whatever." But I was like, "It's just too t- too time consuming." Yeah, and that type of thing. So then I started back getting into writing music. Stopped. I'll probably write a, write a song or two. Record it and then stop for a three months and then go back and write a song or two and record it and stop for two months and I just feel like you know music is the only constant that has been in my no matter how much I try to stop writing mu- music and say mm-hmm. oh well, I'm not going to the studio no more I'm not wasting no more money yeah. I'm not doing this and I'll be in the, right back in the studio with 5 hours booked <laughs> and be like okay <laughs> so i was like maybe this is God trying to well trying to tell me that I need to just really lock in on this and just hearing other people around me be like, You finna make it and yeah. you're gonna go far and I, I was like, Well, you know, this is what people are supposed to say, but for some odd reason I believe them. Yeah. I believe that, you know, I am gonna definitely go far with this and you know, um and that type thing. But my ultimate goal is just to take my mama to a red carpet event. <laughs> <laughs> if I do that, I don't I don't need to sell another record. I don't need to do <laughs> nothing. Let me just take her to a red carpet event and I'll be fulfilled. Yeah. Yep.
0: I mean, success is different to everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people, I, I just hate when some people just think that success and money are the same thing. It's so not. You don't have to make a ton of money to be successful. Absolutely. Like, I, I consider this podcast a success. Absolutely. And I, I've, you know, I've gotten thousands of views, but, and you know, it's not where I want to right. be, but I also find I'm I'm happy that people... It's orga- you know, a lot of organic views where people have literally just gone to the podcast because they right. were genuinely curious on what's on the podcast. So
2: right.
0: I I'm really feel successful because I've gotten that part of the podcast accomplished. So
2: you should I, do, man. Definitely.
0: Even with my music. Like so I was um promoting my music with this <laughs> this website and I'm okay. so mad I did it because it was so it was like a couple hundred dollars and you get, like, thousands of views or thousands of plays on, mm-hmm. on Spotify. And I was like, oh, that, that sounds awesome. So I did it and um, found out it was like – I was like, dude, this has to be bots because uh, it just went up so fast. And then also when I stopped doing it, the the plays just bottomed out completely. So what I do was, you mean? It, so – God, what was the name of this website? The the
1: plays like decreased?
0: Yeah. So I I paid the company to, they said it's like Spotify play promotion. Mm -hmm. So I was like, okay, awesome. They're going to like promote my music on Spotify. So uh, they're like, if you pay this much, then then we'll get you like around this many plays and around this many yada, yada, yada. So I was like, all right, cool. So I paid them that money for the month. And, um, basically like my, the amount of plays that like certain songs that I had that I paid for the like the plays would just skyrocket. Like I would get probably like on some of my songs, I had like 10 to 15,000 plays on them. And before I had probably like, you know, 20 or 30 plays on them. And yeah, so I was like, awesome. They're promoting it like crazy. Well, um, I didn't pay him one month. I was like, let me stop paying and see what happens like without the promotion. And it just like completely dropped off like to back to like getting 10 to 15 plays that the next month. And I was like, wow, that's gotta be bots. Like they're, they're probably not actually promoting that. So I was like, I was upset that I paid the money just to get the views, mm -hmm. but, um, at least I know now. You know right, what I mean? Right, like right. I only only probably spent like three hundred bucks on that. And I mean it's now people look at my plays and like, oh, he's got a lot of plays. <laughs> right. But they came from yeah, like, but so I do tell people I'm like, yeah, those weren't those weren't real. You know, I'm not afraid to to tell people, hey, don't do that because people are gonna see because my monthly listeners on Spotify is like thirty something. Right. And but I've got like on some of my songs I've got like 30,000 plays. <laughs> <Right. laughs> so it doesn't look right. You it it know, it don't add up right. Yeah. So, and if you see somebody like that, so if you see somebody on Instagram and if they're on Instagram they've got like 3 million followers, but if they post something and they have like 100 likes. Yeah. <laughs> <that laughs> I'm like, "Come on now." Like, something
1: sums up. Yeah. So, it's but, a lot of um pages like that um they have DM me and they have said, you know, they want they they're like a a marketing agency <clears throat> mm-hmm. and um what they do is I pay a certain amount of money and then they po- they they post on their Instagram page yep or whatever but then I went on the Instagram page and I was going through and he was like oh yeah you know the, your, your video gonna get a lot of likes the videos are getting like 16 thousand likes everybody post was getting was getting like 15 16 thousand likes and I just said let me just click on the like button because I'm just trying to see like and anyway, I went through them it was like literally Fake pages mm. they're, they're, All I saw were Like all the pages Were like literally fake yeah. Even the comments It was like the same It probably said like 50 some comments mm-hmm. But it's probably By like Just three different pages that Just not come in At like the fire sign Like a million ah, times Yeah I was like so it, it It's really not genuine Yeah And I don't, I don't, I didn't do it Just because I just didn't think that, that It was gonna reach anyone Correct Or yeah. whatever Yeah and plus
0: like exactly what you're saying like it's not reaching real people
1: so it's you're not. not you're not getting
0: anything out of it nope people might if somebody stumbles upon it uh which is really sad like people are more engaged in an artist if they see them having success you're right which is so sad but um yeah if somebody saw it now which same thing for my page people see how many plays i have it's going to look it's going to look yeah, nice. they're like oh wow he's he's you know, he's right. a great artist but at that point, it's like, man, I, I don't want to keep paying for something that's not real, exactly. you know, and it's not real promotion. Um, if you do Google ads, Google ads is real um, there. So if you ever get on YouTube and you get an ad on YouTube, that's yep. Google ads. Okay, like okay, people okay. paid to put that ad on your YouTube whenever. So but uh, you can use Google ads. It's. Um,
1: I know it's all about using Google Ads.
0: Yeah, so Google Ads is pretty good. Uh, if you have something on YouTube, so if you're shooting a video, you put the video on YouTube. Uh, you can use Google Ads to uh, promote the video. So whenever somebody gets on YouTube, your ad will pop up, right. and it'll be like a certain section of your video or whatever. And it's it can be kind of expensive, but it's completely organic. So it, it is it for sure like. I had a video that I've taken down now because the quality wasn't that great. It was like when I first started out making music. So, Mm -hmm. like, my wife actually shoots all my videos. I'll show you some of my videos if you haven't seen them. But um, it was, like, one of the first videos I'd ever posted. And I used Google Ads to promote it. And I think I ended up spending, like, 400 bucks through ads. And I think I got, like, ooh, how many did I get? It's either like ten to twenty thousand oh, views really? off of it, and I got probably like ten or less comments off of it. But it was like real people because they were like, "Right, right, right." Um, hey, I was I just had my YouTube like just playing in the background, and this song came on, and I thought it was my playlist. And, me, right? <laughs> and they were like, uh, "This is actually a pretty good song. Keep yeah. it up." And I was like, "That's a real person."
1: That's a real person. Yeah.
0: So I was I was happy to hear those kind of comments cuz i knew it was real people right. and those are real ads so as i said google ads little expensive um i think it's meant for more for like companies because they've got the money to blow on a on a google ad yeah. but um it's completely organic so i would definitely suggest them
1: definitely will. i um been trying to get me a savings built up just for uh like promotional Stuff when I do drop. So, because I I know I'm realizing (laughs) that it costs a lot of money to promote. Yeah. Marketing's Um, everything. It it is. Like, you can have the best album in the world, but if you don't, no one hears it, then. Yeah. If nobody knows about it, it's it's, not going to get played. It's not right. It's not going to do anything for you. So, I just feel like I need to build up a lot of money for like marketing and promotion and and stuff like that before I drop again because clearly what I'm doing, well, it brings in like. Probably like two thousand streams or whatever, but you know this there's really nothing, yeah, yeah, compared to millions yeah. you know and that type thing, but exactly I take it I take it for what it is, like I'm grateful for them, you know, um, I'm grateful for every stream that I get whether it's like if it's paused or if it's skipped or whatever, yeah. I'm grateful for it because they didn't have to do it, but they did it, you know
0: exactly, so. Do you um do you listen to the radio? I don't. I was wondering how beneficial that would be. Like I always thought about like trying to get my music on, on the, the radio. radio. Yep. But I was like, does anybody even listen to the radio? Yep. Especially like I younger don't. people, because right. we all use like an app like Spotify or something in our it's phone, yep. in our in our cars. So I was like, I don't even know if anybody listens to the radio. I mean, back then, that was
1: the thing. Like, you got to get on radio. Yeah. <laughs> you got to get on radio and you got to tour. Yeah.
0: Those, yeah, those are the two things, yeah. touring and getting on the radio. But yeah. now it's like, you don't need to do either one of
1: them. You just need streams. Yeah. <laughs> um.
0: There's this guy I've been listening to, like, he talks about you know, getting your, like, for independent artists, like, all the promotion and the types of things you should be doing. And he had on a guest on his podcast and there was some chick i'm not sure the kind of music she does but um she i think she said she makes like 85,000 a year doing online concerts like facebook live concerts oh
2: yeah i was yeah, like yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> 80 grand a year doing facebook <laughs> live concerts this crazy cuz have you ever heard of, like, a virtual tip jar? Yeah, yeah. So, like, she would just have a virtual tip jar. She'd do her Facebook Live.
1: With your cash app or something. Yep. You yeah. can put, like, your cash
0: app, your PayPal, whatever, Venmo. And then people were just, like, tipping her. She mm-hmm. was making, like, 80 grand a year off of just that. And I was like, wow. that is insane. Wow. I couldn't imagine. That'll be
1: love, man. Yeah, right? <laughs> That'll be love just yeah. to get on Facebook and go live. And then, you know, they bring in the tips. But... That comes with good artistry. That comes with like people actually like vibing with you and yeah. willing to spend money on you. That's exactly, the
0: hard part. exactly. That's the hard part. And I think it's really hard for like rappers. I mean, like you don't really want to listen to somebody just rap. You know what I mean? Right. Like singing is different. Like, right. s- like your voice is like an instrument when you're singing. So that's it's, it's kind of nice to just listen to. But rapping is a little different. So you don't really see too many rappers doing that. But no. singers like. You can just get on there do a Facebook live play some sort of instrumental start singing to it and you know people will want to tip you but rapping that's all true. on that's kind of a different
1: That's true I never thought about that.
0: Yeah. Never thought about that that way. How often do you get on, like, um, Instagram or Facebook Live?
1: Never. Never?
2: (laughs) Never, never, never. Start getting on it. (laughs) I know,
1: man. I know, but it's just like, (laughs) I was like, what do I talk about? What do I do? Um, I be wanting to, like, do stuff like that when I go to the studio Mm -hmm. just to get on live for a second or something like that. I did that one time, actually. Mm -hmm. Um, The last time I went to the guy up in Jackson, Mississippi, I uh, got on live for a few hours, and then I got a couple of people to write me and were like, okay, I see you, I see you. That was before I posted anything, though. Oh, nice. So I was like, people, I, it, it, it looks like I came out of nowhere. Just <laughs> started, you know, making music. Yeah. It. In reality, I've you been- never showed it. Right. I've been doing it. Like, um, even my family, I posted it in the group chat. And they, my aunt was just like, you never spoke one word of this. Like, the family never knew anything about you doing <laughs> no music or nothing. Yeah. And then you just- Come out with this and stuff right there. And they were just like, listen. I've got five albums. (laughs) Right. (laughs) I got so many songs. What do you mean? (laughs) But um, they were just very supportive, though, Um, surprisingly, because I thought I was very scared for my family to find out I did music for Mm. whatever reason. I don't want to, like, I don't want to embarrass, like, like my, I'm a mama's boy, so mm. I don't want to embarrass my mama. I don't want to do anything that's this that she doesn't think that is you know good mm. for me to be doing. And I didn't know she didn't raise me to you know to do. She raised me to go get a good job, and she raised me to go to school, and and to find me something that's gonna pay the bills or mm. whatever. So she didn't raise me to be you know write music or. Yeah. Going to the studio and stuff, that's not the person. So I was very scared. But she she just said that she was very, very supportive. She even went and got oh my God, bro. <laughs> <laughs> my first single that I released was concrete. And she, the cover art, she went and got the cover art, put it on a T shirt. And nice. was walking around with the T shirt on before nice. July. And she was like, Yeah, y'all make sure y'all go play. She said she was all at work, telling the people, Go play my baby song, baby song. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, Ma no, yeah. And she was like, yeah, yeah. So it was that's a good feeling knowing that that's my hilarious. family's behind me, you know.
0: Yeah, I could definitely see my mom doing the same thing. She <laughs> hasn't, but yeah, I definitely know.
1: My dad's that way though.
0: Like my dad's he loves like just playing my music. Really? Like every time every time I go home, so I'm from Alabama. And okay. every time I go back to my parents' house, like somehow my dad will find a way to play <laughs> my music. I'm just like you don't have to play my right. <laughs> Like I'm sure you're playing it while
1: I'm not right. at home. But yeah, it's my just... dad doesn't even know. Really? Well, he, he probably know? knows because he keep his ears to the street. But <laughs> I haven't told him. Yeah, I'm like my dad on a different. In, on a different, he's a different story. So it's <laughs> nothing that we discuss um, or anything like that. But he's actually my dad. Actually lives in um, Huntsville. Oh, really? Um, nice. Yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah, that's probably like. I think it's about an hour thirty from where I'm from, so that's like northwest, and mm-hmm. I'm like northeast Alabama. It probably gotcha. takes me. I think I can get to Georgia in like forty five minutes from uh, my hometown. Okay, so okay. it's it's really far east, but um, yeah, it's I, I love out there. It's really nice. Yeah, but um, have, so have you like, so I know you said Mississippi and up here. Have you been to like other studios or anything like outside of these areas?
1: Never. That's Never. what. That's
0: something I really want to start doing.
1: I really want to do that. Yeah,
0: I mean, it's being able to, even like, so I have all my stuff, so I don't need to go anywhere, but that's something that I want to start doing is just like pay somebody to just record me and then like finish the song because if they like it, you know, they're going to want to work with me more and they're probably going to tell other people about me. So that's that's it's just like doing a feature, you know, featuring that producer, you know, featuring right. that engineer. You know what I mean? So that's something I want to start doing because it gets your name out there. You know, if you show up to um, like Sun Studio or Royal Studio or, or uh, what's it? Sam Phillips Studio. And, Sun and, is here, no. Yeah. I, yeah, Sun, of them. yeah. Sun. Yeah. Uh, Sun, Sam Phillips, uh, Royal. Uh, shoot. Who else is? There's, I mean, you know, it's Memphis. There's tons of big-name <laughs> studios. But, um, you know, if you just show up there and you might run into somebody, you know. Yeah. Uh, Freaking, you know, Duke Deuce might be there. Uh, Money Baggio, you know, s- somebody that's in Memphis might just yeah. so happen to be there. And it, not even them. Like, it might be somebody who does blues or or rock or, you know. Anybody. Frick, what's his name? Um, Bruno Mars cut. Um, oh, he be here. Yeah, he did. What is that song?
1: He recorded a song here in Memphis. Yeah, wow. Uptown Funk. Oh, wow. He did
0: Uptown Funk at Royal Studios. That's crazy. Yeah. I didn't know that till I had on um, Ashton Riker. I had him on the podcast, and he was like, "Yeah, you can thank Royal Studios for that." And that's I was crazy. like, "I did not know that." And it sound really, really good. A- amazing, <laughs> amazing. Really, really good. <laughs> yeah, that's um, who is his, um Boo Mitchell. He's down there. Do you know who that is? I don't. I don't know a lot of people. See, I didn't know who Boo was until I had on um, what's his name, uh, Victor Victor Sawyer. He's in um, it's, it's called the Lucky Seven Brass Band. Mm-hmm. They've got a, a brass band in in the Memphis area, and they're amazing. But by, by the way, if you ever get a chance to hear them play, they do they'll do cover songs, and I think they do their own like music. But yeah. um, just all brass instruments, and it sounds uh. phenomenal. But, um, yeah, so he was telling me about Boo Mitchell. He, he, <laughs> it was one of those things where he was just, like, talking, and I was just kind of nodding my head trying to process what he was saying. Right. But um, he was talking about Boo Mitchell's, like, uh, no longer one of the gatekeepers of Memphis. Like, you know, you can, you can get your music out there somehow. And, that, you know, that's how it was back in the day. You had to know somebody. Know somebody. You didn't know somebody. You weren't going to get in the music business. But, um, yeah, he was talking about Boo Mitchell. I was like, who is Boo Mitchell? So I had to look him up. And <laughs> his dad, Willie Mitchell, is super famous for, like, all the music he's made. But Boo, um, he's, like, a producer and whatnot. But he, I think he put together that Uptown Funk. I think he wow. was the, like, engineer or producer for Uptown Funk. And he's done a lot of other stuff. Like, I think he's won some Grammys or some other stuff. So That's amazing.
1: I just want to be in a room in the. I want to breathe right? the atmosphere. <laughs> yeah, but you can't do it unless you unless you go there.
0: You know, I just know, I know. just book a book a um, a recording session at Royal Studios. You know, if it yep. it might I don't know if it's $200, two hundred, four hundred, five, whatever, how much it costs. Like, just book a session, yep. and you're going to be around those people, and they're probably going to be like, "Hey, man, how's it going?" You're just going to start talking, and then you never know. No, you no. never know what might happen, but the opportunity's not going to happen until you get out there. I got to.
1: I was talking to um, a friend of mine, and he was saying that I needed to get my music out there. He was like, uh, have you thought about, like, doing bands and stuff around, like, uh, lounges and stuff like that? Mm -hmm. He was like, a lot of people got their name out there by doing, like, you know, performing at lounges and stuff like that, singing covers and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. He was like, then you'll get people to come up to you and be like, hey, can you perform at this event or this event? And eventually your name is out there, so. I definitely wanna get out there um more. I wanna perform. I've only performed three times. Okay. And um Where were they at? Uh it was here in Memphis. All They're times. all here in Memphis. Yep. I performed twice at Showtime in Memphis. Um and I performed at this Moss Fest, um this guy from Atlanta. He does like a artist showcase okay. a hundred city tour every year. But this year he did like 30 due to COVID, but he came here to Memphis and I was one of the winners. So nice, I get to go to Atlanta in December for the finale. So it's gonna be in front of like seven different um label rs Oh, like, wow. From free bands and quality control and stuff like this, so it's, that's amazing. It's amazing, but it's nerve wracking at the same time. Like I'm stressed out over here. It's like because I don't want to get in front of these people, you know. And what song am I doing? What song? What song? And it was like, well, you what's hug- my name? Right. <laughs> exactly. Like that SpongeBob, my name exactly. <laughs> And then it's deciding whether you do two songs or one song. Like, I don't know what to do, what songs to do. But I think um I just recorded a song called Blessings um, two days ago with Ryan. Mm. That I really, really love. And I think this is going to be one of the songs because it showcases singing and rapping. So.
0: Okay. So what are you more comfortable with, rapping or singing?
1: Um, I love singing more than rapping. Mm-hmm. Um, But I love rapping as well. I just feel like... If I rap on a song, I'm probably going to do some singing ad-libs behind the rap. Yeah. Just because I just, even when I hear, like, regular rap songs, I, instead of, like, rapping along to them, i probably, like, ad-lib and sing mm-hmm. or whatever. So It adds a good uh, melodic sound mm-hmm. to it. It does. So I just, I love them both equally, but if I could only do one, it'll probably be singing maybe. Oh, okay. I love singing. Is there somebody
0: that you um, really look up to in music?
1: Um, absolutely uh, Beyonce, I look up to Beyonce Because of her drive, I feel like she has One of the biggest and the toughest Drives in the industry mm-hmm. She goes and she she envisions stuff And she goes for it and she's fearless About it, I feel like John Legend Um, a lot of my songs Are kind of inspired by his um, Arrangements and stuff okay. like that Because I just feel like He's just so dope and um So talented, um I really love, like, The Weeknd. Oh, I did the song called Complexity, and it's really, really pop. But it's like, it has a sense in it, and it's real weekend vibe, but it's mm. very, very pop. And I played, I, when I when I recorded it, Ryan was like, this is the song. <laughs> he was like... <laughs> this the one. This is the one. He was like, this is the one that's gonna take you places. Nice. And I played it for my best friend. I look over in the car, he's literally crying, bro. Like, I'm looking like, I said, you are really, like... <laughs> I swear to God, I cannot make this up. He was literally crying that is beside me. He was like, "I'm so proud of you." He's like, "He's let me tell you this: people are not gonna get this song <laughs> because it's so pop." Yeah. And he was like, "People are not gonna get this song." He was like, "But you got to release this song." He was like, "This song is just so commercial and it just is everything." I love the song, but I opted not to release it just shit. Mm. Uh, just because I know it's a different sound and I don't want to confuse my listeners already because mm. they'll be like, oh, you r and now you're doing pop like this, like what it, what it is. But I love complexity. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. I, that's something that I, I've i kind of just, I'm a I'm a rule breaker.
0: Like I love to not care what people say. And
1: <laughs> absolutely,
0: <laughs> that's something that I've been trying to do with my music, like, so, you know, I, I make my own beats and I rap and I record myself. I, enjoy, you know, I do everything myself. Right. So I kind of just like Had screw the rules. Yeah. And like, so I I wrote, so what was it? Oh, I wrote like some freestyle a while ago. And um, I recorded some of it to a song that me and one of my friends released like a while back. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, well, I never recorded the whole thing. So I just re-recorded. The song I made the beat I made a new beat to it, re-recorded the whole thing and then just like released it. Didn't tell anybody about it. Like I didn't promote it at all. Didn't tell anybody. I just released it. I was like, screw it, whatever. Just just, just, just to see what happens. Yeah. And it's been getting organic plays. Like yeah. I, I see it like gets random plays every once in a while.
1: I was like, oh, that's pretty cool. But it's a it's, market. It's a, mark, it's a mark, I feel like it's a market for everything. Yeah, yeah. And every song has a place and. Someone that's there that's going to listen to it and ride vibe with it. It's just, it's amazing that you got so much freedom, man. <laughs> you just have create, complete creative control. Yeah, and yeah. that's what I aspire to have about my music. Yeah. Or whatever, so.
0: I mean, that's what I want to, uh, so like my homeboy D, that he actually, he lives in Dallas. And he, he came up here just to finish up his uh, his album that he's working on. And yeah. Um, we ended up just, like, straight up for that whole weekend just just recording. And I'm just like, yeah, man, this is this is what it's all about, you know, just right. you traveling all the way up here just to record and then, like, finish up your tape. Like, that's, <laughs> that's what the music business should Dude. be about. And it's, like, two people who just have an agreement to, like, you know, we're setting aside this time. To finish up your music, and then you know we're done with it. We we finish it up. We find out how we're going to market it, then we release it, and it's good to go. And that's I feel like the music business is a lot more easier to navigate than what people make it. You think so? I I I think that people make it harder than what it really is. You know what I mean? Because you could. So if you've got a team of you know, when I say team, I don't mean people who are like, you know, you got somebody who's making sure that they pay everybody. I just mean like people who are doing their own thing, but you're all like friends. You know what I right, mean? Right, right, like, right. You all collaborate well together. Yep. And that's what I want to do with like Romero Records. I just want to have a team where it's like, you know, you know, me and Ryan. Like, yo, know, oh, you need your vocals done? Like, I'm I'm too busy, but I can send you to Ryan. Right. Where, Um, you know, Ryan sending you to me for beats and stuff like that. So me and I'm not paying Ryan. Ryan's not paying me, but we just know each other and we know how we can set people up and we know how we can help people out. I'd like to have a couple of photographers and videographers on my like team. Mm -hmm. Um, I had on one guy, his name's, um, goes by SS productions Okay, and he shot some pretty wild videos. He's done, um, hundreds of thousands, well, probably in the millions of views right now. And he, I mean, if you check his Instagram, he'll be in he'll be in Texas. He'll be in Los Angeles. Dude, he'll, be in, he'll be all over the place. Wow. And I like to have somebody like that on my team. I haven't talked to him about, uh, you know, being team, quote, unquote, right. but, like, just having somebody who, you know, if I've got an artist, they're like, yo, man, I need videos. I'm like, I know a guy. So – that that's something that I've been really working on is just being able to to help people out like that. Is there is there somebody that you've been really trying to connect with that you haven't connected with as far as what just in the the Memphis area basically.
1: Um basically? Yeah. Mm, not really.
0: I haven't um You do, like, research? I have been researching. (laughs) See, I haven't
1: done a lot of research. I just know what comes to me and, like, the people that come to me. Like, just from doing shows, I met this girl named, um, just from doing Showtime in Memphis, I met this girl named Raven and another another girl named um, Queen. Mm -hmm. Queen is a rapper. Raven is a a singer. And I asked Raven to be a part of my album. Um, So one of those songs. Um, And this other guy named TJ, he's a... a known um, rapper around Memphis and stuff like that. Very talented. I asked him to be a part of a song, and um, he agreed to it. This other uh, guy named Mike, I feel like Mike is extremely talented. That's the um guy who, you know, I spoke about the joint mm-hmm. you know, album with um, and that type thing. So just whoever, whenever I see people that I feel like are very, very talented and I feel like they have... Kind of like the same mindset as me. I like to go after them. And I like to make, you know, collab with them and, yeah. and that type of thing. Cause it's just networking and it's building and you know, building stronger bridges just to elevate the both of us. Yeah. Or you know, whatever. Um, ultimately. So not anyone that I I just I don't think there's anyone that I, I want to connect with that I haven't connected with. Oh. Okay. Well, I probably just don't know to connect with them. That's yeah. probably the bigger issue. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's there's tons of people out there. You just yep. gotta
0: you just gotta find them. I know there's uh, some people that I've been finding on Instagram that, um, I've reached out to them about features. Um, there's a guy named like young, young glove or something like that. Yeah. Um, I reached out to him and I've got to get him a, a beat and a, or a song concept. I haven't yet. Yeah. Um, what's that other guy's name? There's like a few people in this area that I've, I've reached out to. I just gotta, gotta get something to them, but. I, I love doing features, like I, I love it. It's again, it's that <laughs> even though you're collabing, you're still competing. You know what I mean? You are. Like, it's that
1: friendly competition. It is. Yeah, it's that push. Like, oh yeah, um, you wrote that line. Let me write this line. Or yeah, you wrote that line, and then ultimately the songs just
0: come out dope. You exactly. Know? So, yeah, my homeboy so D calls it uh, eating eating your face off. He's like, <laughs> he's like, man, you ate my face off on that one. And he just he, he knows like it's if you, we're on the track together it's a competition yep. like who's who did better yeah and, yep. <laughs> and i love just like hearing hearing his stuff and then been like oh okay this is what i got to do now because right, right. he set the bar right here so I've exactly
1: go right here. exactly and yeah. i love it i love. i don't want to i don't want to be in, i want to be in a room with people who i feel like If we were going to go toe-to-toe, you'll give me a run for my money. Mm -hmm. And that is the type of people who I want to be in the same room with and and that type thing. Just because I know that it'll push me and hopefully I'll push them um, to reach, you know, the highest potential or whatever. So I feel like I slack off a lot. But when other people around, I feel like I'm I'm on the pressure a little bit. I feel like the best of me come out, Mm -hmm. you know, or whatever. So. Just like in writing these songs where I had to do, um to do send it out to the demos I had to send out for the features that I wanted to be on the album I was very very I took a week off I was gonna hit Ryan up last week to record these songs I was like you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait probably like another week mm-hmm. to just really go in and make sure that everything sounds good and and, and that type of thing because I want them to be a part of it so I want them to feel like they're a part of something that's gonna be you know really really good yeah or whatever so it just makes me go harder that's awesome yep yeah so what what do you
0: have um, I guess planned for your music career like do you do you have like a set goals or set plans or are you just um, just kind of just day by day type thing
1: um right now it's just day by day I do have plans on finishing um this my album process and the project that I got going on with it um I don't I say that I don't want like big arenas and stuff like that, but if it came to that, I'll be happy, you yeah. know, to embark on that. But I feel like you just give me a small stage with a with a group of people who mm-hmm. just get it and a mic and a band or something, and I feel like I had the time of my life, yeah, or whatever, just doing something intimate where I can interact with the crowd and 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 it because i I feel like I'm very very like acceptive of. Anything people said Like when my EP dropped I had a friend of mine call He was like I didn't like You know some of the um, Effects he called He said he thought It was was a lot of effects Mm -hmm. On one particular song He was like he didn't like it And that type of thing like that But I was like okay Well you know I appreciate your feedback Because Mm -hmm. it just makes me You know be aware of how What other people listening to So I'll go back and change it So I just really feel like Just I don't want nothing too big, nothing too crazy. I don't need the fame and all that kind of stuff like that. I just wanna get in a position where I'm doing stuff that I love and I can help other people do what they love and yeah. and, and that type of thing. If they do that and that, I feel like this 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 like this um what this guy had asked, he was like, What it what does it feel like um to you when you made it or whatever, what is that? What has like? made it mean to right. you? Right, yeah. And I was just like, whenever I can Take with all my knowledge and my, um, you know, passions and stuff like that and give it to the next person so they can come up or provide an opportunity for them to do it. Like how I said I wanted to do the studio thing or whatever. I know a lot of people, i ran into a couple of people who said they wanted to do music but they're too scared to. Mm. Well, There's a lot of those. Mm-hmm, yeah. They're too scared to. And I was like, you're so talented. So, you know, me being able to provide like a space for them to – you know grow into their artistry and grow into living doing it, then mm. I feel like I've made it. I don't feel like I've made it if I just make it. I feel like I have to open doors just like people have open doors for me. Yeah, I have to open doors for other people, and the doors have to continue to open. They can't close, they can't close, they can't close. I keep telling myself <laughs> they cannot close, they have to stay open. So, made it is just I've made it when other people made it too. Yeah, you know. Do you think you'll want to stay independent, or do you think you'll want to sign to a label? Um, I actually want to start my own label. Oh, okay. The, I guess that's a goal of mine, is to start my own label. Um, but I can do independent for a while. I really don't want like no real big deal or mm-hmm. something, that especially that's going to probably like end up cunning more than yeah. You know, hipping me or whatever. Um, a lot of people say
0: that—who uh, was it? I can't remember his name, but um, he was talking about sign, being signed to a big label. I don't know if it was like uh, Warner or like Sony or whatever, but he was like, it's it's just a job. Like, you, they ask you to do something, you, you do it. to do it. And he's like, yep. it's, it's, it's being signed to a label is just like having a job. Mm-hmm. And I was like, Ew. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, that's the point of doing music, you don't, <laughs> you don't want it to be like a job. You don't want it to be like a job. Yeah. I was like, bump that. So, I, why not just be independent? Like, I, I mean, love if yeah, the label
1: gives you that fame, they give you that fame, they give you that promotion, that push, they yeah. get you out there. But well, that's about it. Mm. Yeah, that's why
0: I would be like, oh, might as well just stay independent. They talk about uh, what's his face? That's Young Dolph. Like Young uh, Dolph, that say he's Dolph. independent, yep. and uh, he does his own thing. He
1: does, and he makes money doing it. Yeah, he was
0: <laughs> he was telling a story about. Uh, Somebody, some record label, I called him and offered him like such and such amount of money. it's like millions of dollars. And he was like, well, if they're going to offer me that, I'm probably worth double. (laughs) Because they've got to make money off of what they give me. So he was like, I'm probably worth way more than that. So I might as well just keep doing what I'm doing. And I was like, yeah, that's what nobody else is understanding. (laughs) It's true. Yeah. I mean, if you just... I was say if you just find so you've got Ryan he does your vocals, you know. I can make beats for you, you find somebody else who can make beats. You got multiple different people making beats for you. You can find other people who can do your vocals and I mean that's that's all you need. Yeah. And then you can find somebody who does your videos, somebody who can market for you, find a good marketer and that's that's your label. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's true. it. Like you don't need anything that's else. That's true. And you can you know, if you want to buy your own equipment. So, you know, I do everything off my Mac. I used to... I've got another computer. It was um, a custom-built PC that um, my wife actually uses it now for, like, um, when we do video editing and stuff gotcha. like that. That's in the other studio. I can show you that later. But, um so, yeah. I mean, I've got the interface. I've got speakers. I've got the computer. Oh, is this, got a, mics. this an Apollo? Yeah, that's my Apollo
1: interface. Oh, God, bro. Yeah. I love <laughs> the Apollo so bad. They're yeah. so
0: expensive. Yeah, yeah. They've got... Um, my suggestion for you, they actually just came out with a um Apollo uh what is it called? Oh, solo. It's just called an Apollo Solo. Okay. It's it's kind of a Oh god. A a weird move by Apollo, but they had the arrows. Do you mm-hmm. know the arrows? The on? arrow, yeah, I do. So they had the arrows. Well, I know it was by Apollo. Yeah. So what they are universal audio, that's what it is. Apollo's the the name of the the brand. I mean like the name of like it's like a right, category. Right, right. So universal audio makes all these interfaces. Well, um they had the arrows. What they did was they were like, We didn't want to confuse anybody, so we're gonna make this Apollo solo. It's literally just the arrow. Aero. <laughs>
2: <This> <laughs> so the, yeah,
0: they're phasing out the arrows, and they made oh. an Apollo solo, which okay. is literally the same thing as gotcha, an arrow, gotcha. but they just gave it a different name. Gotcha. So I was like, I guess if you don't want to confuse everybody, but that's the X4. Um, it's really nice. So most people have the um, like the twin, the twin X, or the the MK2 or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I realized I was going to get the the twin X, but it only, it didn't have like four microphone inputs, gotcha. and I was like, ah, oh, well, if I'm going to do the podcast. I have to get the X four. So that's why I got that It's
1: really one. nice, man. It's,
0: yeah, it's, it looks really good over yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I didn't realize how much like I was putting into music until I started thinking about other things. So like so if you go buy a pair of like Jordans or whatever, people think they're expensive, like they're two, three hundred dollars. Right. But like I've got a Neumann microphone. That's (laughs) (laughs) $1,000. And that Apollo was over $1,000. Definitely. So so it makes me think about other things quite differently. I'm like, I was like, man, I want some shoes, but those are expensive. And then I see uh, they're like $100 or $200. I was like, oh. Oh, that's nothing. <laughs> All my other stuff is way more than that. <laughs> well, I'll
1: see some shoes and be like three hundred dollars, and I'll be like, "Oh, they so expensive." But then I'll see uh, like recording studio, and I'll be like, "You know what? Well, I'll take it." Yeah, yeah. So it's just crazy. <laughs> my priorities have definitely changed from clothes to studio to equipment exactly. and stuff like that. So. Yeah. When you're when you're
0: focused on something, like your priorities completely change. You think about changed. you think about money differently. You think about Absolutely. time differently. Cause if you, you know, like, say if you got some friends who are like, hey, if you want to you want to go out to such and such place, and you know we could do this. You're like, all right. If I go out with y'all, no one. If I had to pay for gas, <laughs> and then I've got to pay to get to this place and get in there, and then food and drinks. I could have bought a new mic
1: or
2: <laughs> you know, something, you know. Yeah. So
1: I was just like, "No, nah, I can go buy some new shoes, or I can I can save that one twenty to put towards me the interface." Exactly. You yeah, <laughs>
0: or buy a new computer. A new you know, computer, some, right. all, all these things. Like it's, it, you just think about money completely differently, and, and you, that's and that's how you set apart the kind of people you hang around. Yeah, because then they're going to be like, you know, they're going to be, sure be saving. Fall off. Yeah, yeah, they'll fall off, and you'll find out who is really invested in the music with you.
1: Yep. Um I was looking at the interfaces. I, I look at interfaces literally every day. <laughs> I'm telling you I I have watched every YouTube video there is um on interfaces. But um, I, the um M Audio is uh, I don't know if you if you've I've heard, heard of M Audio, yeah. I don't know what do you think? Are you do you think those are good uh, um interfaces? I've never used them. Um how much do they cost? Like the um, one you've been looking at? I wanted the M-Audio 192.8. Okay. And that normally goes, just for the interface, will probably be a probably about three 400 If I were
0: you, I would probably just save and get the Apollo. Um, the Apollo solo that I was talking about that they made from mm-hmm. the Aero. It's like 499
1: Oh. Ah. Yeah. And plus, like. Does it have a MIDI um, input? Yeah, yeah. Like. Oh, this little.
0: Because. It's literally everything you would need as just like a a solo artist because you're not, you know, you don't need two microphones and you don't need all this other stuff, you know. And plus you're not, you're not doing your own vocals. You just need something where you can record. And if you, you know, just need a good recording, you can just send that to somebody else and then they can just mix it from there. Right, right. So, um, yeah, the Apollo solo would be perfect for you. That's what I'm trying to get my my homeboy D to get is because, like, he could get a good recording at home Mm -hmm. and then just send it to me. All I got to do is just mix it, and then it's good from there. He doesn't have to worry about, like, man, I don't want to have to get a great recording. have to come up all the way to Memphis. Like, he could do a great
1: recording at home. Yeah. So. I yeah. feel like that's where a lot of my great recordings come from home. Yeah, I'm by yeah. myself and I record. Because mm-hmm. um, I have this, this app called Spire. I don't know if you've ever heard of I've it. Heard of it. I'm it's not sure what really it is. nice. It's really dope. So what is that? Um it's a recording um um studio uh app. I can I have it on my phone actually. And it's it's like it's so dope because you can um record yourself basically like you're in the studio. So, this is all, like, I'll, when I write a song, I always, like, record on spark
0: Oh, my God. This is yeah. all <laughs> the songs.
1: I'm telling you. And and it, this is how it looks or whatever. When So, you have a notes where you can write your lyrics here. And then you have, like, eight different. Those are four recordings. Yep. Oh, wow. And so, I record. And I just record and record and record. And you can literally, like, um, they do this thing called a sound check here. So, you can do sound check and it'll... Once it'll realizes your voice, so yeah. it'll make it, it'll put it uh, effect on there, so your voice is really, really clear that's and crazy. really, really nice. And then you can mix it also right here, like what? the levels. It is completely free. That's it's completely free. This completely free, yeah. And you can export it, and it'll do the highest quality. So it'll kind of like do noise reduction and all that good stuff. That's amazing. Yep. So, yeah. so that's how I normally this is this is what I write with Spire. That's um, crazy, but. I, I want something more like, you know, this. I don't want to just yeah. record to the phone, you know? Yeah, yeah. Especially because I feel like a lot of times I go to Ryan and I, I, I write a song that I think is so, so like dope and then it, it's not yeah. dope when I get it. So,
0: and you feel like you wasted his wasted. time and your time. Mm-hmm. And so that's that's something that you could have
1: gotten back by just
0: doing it at home. Right, right. And right. then just sending it to him so he could just boom, boom, get it done, send it back. Absolutely. Yeah. That, like I always. Like, don't realize how nice I have it until I try to work with other people. Yeah, and I'm trying to work with somebody else, and I'm like, oh shoot, they don't record themselves; they have to go somewhere to go. And I'm
1: like, ah, yeah. dang. <laughs> and you know, Ryan's a busy guy. You know, yeah, yeah. So I know, like, sometimes uh, I hit him up, but most times he come through. Like, it's it's probably like once in one in ten times where he don't. Where I call him, he'll be like, "Well, I'm kind of booked up," but he'll be like, "You know," um. If you can come later on, I can get you in later on. He always try to make you know accommodations, but at the same time, it's like, you know, I want to just hear it now. Mm. It's like one of those things, like, when I get done with a song, I just automatically want to hear it now yeah, or whatever. Yeah. So if I had, like, my own little equipment or something, I can record myself doing it, play it back, and be like, oh, you know, I don't really like this. I don't really like this. That yeah. way, by the time I get the rhyme, it's, we, we can hit the ground running, you know? Yeah. So. I actually... Um
0: what is it? Oh, my homeboy, um, Leak. So I, w- I went to his place. He lives in uh, East Tennessee. But when I was recording with him, it's, it's nice having somebody else who, like, knows what they're doing. Because yeah. <laughs> um, I basically just, like, showed up to his place. We started recording. And I was, like... About to start explaining what I wanted him to do, and I was like, "Oh yeah, he knows. <laughs> yeah, I already know. Yeah, he already knows. But he's just like me. Like he he makes beats, and uh, I'll probably actually put you on to him because he's but, makes but. the most amazing R and B beats. Oh, like, the and, and he uh, and he's a good singer and stuff like that. So I'll put you on him, definitely. But um, yeah, so he um, he he actually taught me a lot about like FL. That's that's why I started using FL Studio." And um, I didn't use anything else until I went to school at um, Full Sail for audio Are production. You with Full Sail? Yeah. So I did audio production with Full Sail, and they gave us Pro Tools. So um, I figured out how to use Pro Tools with that. And then um, also Logic. That's why I'm on the Mac I use Logic. So um, that's when I first started using those two. And then. If you get an Apollo, they give you you Definitely can use <laughs> you can use Luna and Luna is a new
1: Luna, I heard um it's it's uh, a mastering.
0: Well, Luna. it's it's a whole new interface. I mean, interface it's a whole new DAW. It's just oh, like it's yeah, it's, it's just DAW. like Pro Tools or FL Studio. It's a whole new DAW. But wow. I, yeah, Universal Audio just made their own DAW for their uh, interface. So I'll show you it too. It's it's amazing. It's, it's it's, kind of- um, it's it's got great features, but at the same time, it's lacking a
1: ton of stuff. So the, I don't even use say it. That. He did say that this yeah. guy named Wavy Wayne on YouTube. Do you do? Are you familiar Wavy with him?
0: Wayne. That
1: sounds familiar. Oh my goodness! His channel is so lit. Like I have literally seen every video of his of his channel. I have to check that out because <laughs> his name sounds familiar. And he's doing right now. He's in the middle of doing like a ten thousand dollars worth of equipment giveaway. Because oh, wow. he always get like um, sponsored. Like every time something new comes out, they always get him to do like reviews on them, hmm. or he he just goes through and show you how to like to edit and how to like record and this and do this and do that. But he's giving away like ten thousand dollars worth, and Apollo is one of them. Oh, nice! So I've entered in there a million times. I didn't send him an email. <laughs> I was like, listen, you know, <laughs> yeah. And he was just like, it's all about, you know, who I'll enter the thing, this is mm-hmm. the one." I was like, you know, of course, I, I just wanted to reach out or whatever. But yeah, hopefully I'm one of the winners. So I don't have to, <laughs> I don't have to even purchase one. It will be given to me. But, yeah, that'd be dope. You know,
0: but yeah, man, it's uh, equipment is it's more important than what people think. And also uh, recordings are more important than what people think. Um well, I'm not going to say equipment is more important. It's 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 basically just making sure you know how to use the equipment. Yes. So, for instance, uh, a lot of people bash on FL Studio. They think it's just like for amateurs, but uh, a lot of the beats that you're probably hearing, like trap beats that you probably listen to today, were all made on FL Studio. Yep. Because um, I know like those producers, like um, Southside, he's from 808 Mafia, Yeah, FL Studio. Um, London Blue. He's a he's a guy I talk to every once in a while. Um he he's made a lot of music, a lot of top hits. Um mm. he's been involved with um NLE Choppa. Um What's his name? A uh, young boy, uh, Rod Wave. He's he's he you know that song Letters from Houston? I don't. Who Ro- sings it? Rod Wave. Rod Wave. That that song blew up and uh that's London Blue. What was but, his song? Yeah, he He uses FL Studio. A a lot of people are using FL Studio to make beats. I don't know how many of them are using it for, like, recording and stuff. But to make beats, they're all using FL. But I use it um, for recording, and I love it. Like, it's so easy to use, so simple. Um, I think that some people just bash on it just because it doesn't have certain features. So, like... um, like to score a song. It's like when you have all the, like the notes and everything arranged mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff, you can't do that on FL studio, but you can do that in like pro tools gotcha. or something else. So, uh, that's what, that's why like professionals love pro tools. is cause it's, it's got all those like features and stuff in it. So, but I'm, I love FL. Like yeah. <laughs> I'm <the> FL gang. <laughs> I, I'm a part of that. But yeah, if you get an Apollo, uh, you can use Luno, it comes with it for free, so you can use Luna. But um it's just got a lot of glitches. It's yep. in its you know, it's it's only been out for yeah,
1: It's le- been out that long. Yeah, it's
0: been less than a year. Yep. So, um, it still has a lot of stuff. Like they recently I wanna say it was a few months ago or a couple months ago, they just let you make an MP three. Like you're only um, options were like a WAV file AAF and something else. Like you can even make an MP3. What? So they just allowed that. And I was like, man, y'all, you've literally had the entire length of your company to make <laughs> this doll. And there's so many things you've been lacking. So wrong with it. Yeah. It's Ledless. like, to me, there's no reason for a company not to take what everybody else is doing and then just put it all into one thing and be like, all right, here you go. Like if I don't, I don't see any other doll coming out. That's going to take over like pro tools, pro tools or pro tools. FL studio or anything but, like, mm-hmm. like the nothing. I don't think anything new is going to take over because all the ones that are currently out, they pretty much have everything you can think of. They got it. So I, I don't know, but if, if you do get into doing your own stuff, um, as I said, if you get uh, if you have a Mac and if you have an Apollo, you'll get uh Luna for free. So you could use that. Uh is pretty cheap. Uh, a lot of people pirate it <laughs> off the internet. <laughs> so then it's for free. But uh I have a bought like I think mine's the signature edition or something like that. So but yeah, I, I love FL because it's
1: user friendly.
2: Gotcha, so gotcha, gotcha. Yeah.
0: What is there like a certain microphone that you really wanted?
1: Um I was looking at the uh the AT twenty twenty. Okay. Um and it was a AK one two. It was a it's a gold mic. AKG, is that it? I can't think of the name of it. Exactly. I think the AKGs are
0: um gold I know they have like black headphones with like a gold rim on them. Mm-hmm. So I think their microphones are also uh they have gold and stuff on oh, them. Oh, is
1: it what was it? A K G. I think it was AKG. yeah. Yeah, it was I think like, it's the AKG. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it came with a bundle for um with the M Audio. I was looking on oh, Reverb.com. Okay,
0: I would not suggest. So Focusrite is like a good um bang for your buck.
1: I was going to ask you about Focusrite,
0: but so I had a two I four as a Focusrite two I four, and then also. Uh, Full Sail gave me a 18i20, so it's like a, a channel rack.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Well, the 2i4, I think, just, like, started crapping out because they don't even have the software anymore on the website because they're, they're like, basically just, literally just trying to phase them out because they – I had the second generation. They came out with a third generation. They did. just came
1: out with third.
0: Yeah, and so I was hard. trying to, like, update the software. I was like, oh, I probably need to update the software. So I they go to the website. They didn't even have it on there anymore. I was like, that's trash. Like <laughs> how do y'all not just leave the software up? They force it right before. Yeah, they're like forcing you to get the new stuff. And I was like, that's pretty messed up. It is. So, I probably would not ever buy Focusrite again. I would never
1: buy Focusrite again. I yeah. I've had it that one time and it was latency in it and Yeah. Oh yeah, that was another issue I had with that. I was that. just like, No. Yeah. I couldn't do it. I ended up taking it back to Guitar Center. They were telling me I couldn't get my couldn't couldn't get a refund, but they eventually gave me a refund for it. Oh wow. Because they said I had used the product code and stuff like that uh, for it. So they was like it couldn't be refunded, but they ended up giving it back to me. Nice, nice. Yep.
0: Well yeah, I would say I haven't worked with M audio anything. Like I haven't used any like, of their products.
1: I like the, the, the way it looks, I guess. Oh, okay. And I did some reviews and they was just saying how when I um when I top you know, top beginning um interfaces in M audio is always on the list. Okay. As well as focus right. Well I just think focus right on there because everybody buys it. Yeah. It's it's one of the They say it's probably like one
0: of the best bang for your bucks audio interfaces you could buy, which I would agree with that. Like I used it for a while and it's, it was legit, but you know, I, I didn't realize what I was missing. When, mm-hmm. when I got the Apollo So
1: yeah, you know, That's why I, That's how I know about the Apollo Through Wavy Wayne on YouTube I, Okay I, I used to watch all his videos And he was just saying The best one you can get Is the uh, Apollo The Apollo So Apollo literally Has been stuck in my mind I've <laughs> seen All All kind of images All different You know Different ones Or whatever And I was like I want one so bad But all of them are so expensive Yeah Yeah It's like God <laughs> Cause it's like Eight nine hundred dollars Or over Sometimes over a thousand dollars For these For the um for the Apollo when I can go get like a little M audio for like three, 400 maybe. So it's just yeah. like, uh, I want the Apollo, but the Apollo is kind of expensive. But. Yeah.
0: There's a, uh, a guy who made a video just talking about like how you can just have your own studio at home. And he was talking about all the things you can buy. And it's truly like for about three grand, you can have a professional studio at home. And yeah. you know, it's, it's all about, as I said, just how you spend your money. You know, if you if you don't eat out all the time and you just like save here, save there, and yeah. eventually you can have you can your it. own stuff.
1: Yep, this this the goal. That's the goal to get my own stuff. I was even thinking about um getting um excuse me getting a roommate. Uh, my best friend, she was thinking about moving, relocating to uh, Memphis, mm-hmm. and she needed someone somewhere to stay. And I her, She asked, "Could she stay with me?" And I told her, yeah, I was, like, thinking that it would be such a good opportunity for me to save money or whatever, just having someone else in the apartment to to help cover bills and stuff like that. So I'm thinking about doing that for a couple of months. Mm -hmm. That way I can really get everything I really, really want (laughs) or whatever. You're my ticket to music. You're my ticket. (laughs) I can save a, a good bit of money with someone else or whatever so I can have. Apollo and everything and all that kind of good stuff. Yeah. Because they say the speakers the speakers make a big difference, too. Yeah, yeah. Um, not to buy just, like, the cheap speakers. You have to buy, like, yeah. good quality speakers as well, so. Yeah, we
0: bought um, Rachel some Ares 5-inch uh, speakers for her office, and you can like completely tell the difference between those era speakers and these Yamahas. Like it's a, <laughs> it's Which a completely is, different.
1: Well, the Yamahas are good.
0: It's good too though. No. Yeah. I love these Yamahas. Um, as I said, like people like London blue, I've seen him in his studio and he's got yeah. Yamahas. Um, I think he, he might actually have the fives. They kind of look smaller than mine. These are the eights. But, They're nice
1: though. It's, it's really, really yeah. nice.
0: The only thing I can think of that would be better for me to do would be the, um, so these, there's uh focals. They're they're pretty expensive, but that would probably be an upgrade from the Yamahas. And then also um, the Adam Audios. I don't know if you have ever seen those, but um, they're really nice. But that would be an upgrade from the Yamahas. But a lot of people who uh, don't know a lot about speakers and stuff, they know about the KRKs, the black ones with like the yellow. The yellow rim. The,
2: right. Yeah.
0: Everybody knows about the KRKs. It's because they're they're actually they're cheaper than the Yamaha's. But they sound great. Like I've got yep. a friend who's got some and they sound great. But uh the Yamaha's are just a little a little pricier and then a little better. Um but yeah, I mean get it how you live. I tell people that all the time. <laughs> Absolutely. Like just Absolutely. Whatever whatever you can afford, get it, but know that you can wait. Like you already don't have it. So might as well just wait a little while longer and be happy you invested that money into the thing you actually want. Absolutely. Like, I've I've had to learn that myself. I'll have the money, like short-term money. I'm like, oh, I could just get this. But I'm just like, you know what? Let me, <laughs> let me just wait. Let me
1: just wait. Let me just wait, God. Let me just wait. Got I me. Mean, I ain't a waiting.
0: I've already went this long without having it, so I might as well just wait a little longer and then get a better
1: product. Yeah. See, so, this about the about the interfaces. That's why I was just gonna do the M audio because I really want the Apollo because yeah. just from the guy from YouTube, um, um, he had one and I just he just said nothing but great things about it. He was just mm-hmm. saying it was the best. So. I was like, okay, I definitely want an Apollo. but And I also saw like a lot of other like major producers and engineers, like they were using the Apollo as well. And I was mm-hmm. like, okay, so this is maybe something really, really legit. Exactly. And I was like, should I just go ahead and get the M-Audio? Or should I just wait and save up for the Apollo? But I was yeah. like, look, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, I'm waiting. It's just, I'm so impatient. Yeah, I'm it's, so impatient. It's worth the wait
0: because, I mean, always think about it like, Think twice, buy once. Because if you just think about it one time, you're like, ah, let me just go ahead and get this thing. But if you just keep thinking about it and you just go ahead and wait, and then you'll buy it, you buy one time. Because yeah. so let's say you get the M Audio, you're still going to want the Apollo.
1: <laughs> you're going to want the Apollo. So you're going to have to think about saving up. Right. To get- Is it- <laughs>
0: So then you would have wasted your time buying the, the M-audio. M-Audio. That's true. So unless you just needed it right then, yeah, get it. I mean, if you were like, I need to make music now, then get it.
1: But if you don't need it, then just yeah. wait. Yeah. I'm definitely going to wait. I heard, um, because I, well, last year, um, Sweetwater had a, a a sale going on and. I, w- I saw and I was like they had like the focus right and these other little things these little packages for like maybe about 50, 60 bucks yeah for the whole package and I was like this has got to be a scam I didn't know what Sweet Sweetwater was <laughs> back then oh man so uh, I I turned out that it was they like their little Black Friday sale or whatever that they have every year and the stuff be like seventy five up to seventy five percent off and mm-hmm. I didn't know that so I wish I would have known because I would definitely would have gotten it. Back yeah. then, but this year I'm definitely eyeing Black Friday in yeah. Sweetwater because I feel like I'm gonna get a good deal.
0: Yeah, they actually sponsor this podcast. I, I reached out to them and um, they were like, "Yeah, you can be in, like one of the affiliates." So I I put a link in my YouTube videos for um people that they can click the link and then like I get a percentage off of like whatever they purchase. Right,
1: uh, right, right, Through
0: through. Sweetwater. I wish I had a discount code, but they they don't do discount codes like because they do so many sales. They do so they don't have any discount codes. But like you can be an affiliate, so that's what I am. Like so I'll just have a dope. link in my my YouTube yep. uh, description. People can click it and I get a percentage off of it. But um, yeah, Sweetwater is amazing. Like them. There's a website called um, like Music Friendly or something. I haven't heard of them. Um, there's
1: Zounds. You heard of them? I've just heard of Sweetwater um and um, Reverb. Yeah, Reverb. I think Reverb is only like other
0: people's stuff. Really? Is that right?
1: That's why I saw that, uh the bundle with the speaker. It came with like everything. It literally came in. It came with the the speakers. It came with the headphone. The um, it came with the um. What you call it? The uh, I can't think of the name of it. What goes behind the microphone? Oh, like the, the like uh, the, the not the stand. My, like the bracket? Yeah, the thing that sits behind. Oh, me. like a reflection shield? Yeah, It had it came with this vocal shield or whatever. Yeah, it came with all that, the mic and everything and it was like maybe $500. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah that's really good. The speakers I I don't think the speakers are good oh, though. Yeah, I
0: think they're a little cheap speakers but Yeah, I, th- I think Reverb does like a it's kind of like an eBay for uh know for people stuff cuz I, I was trying to find there was something I wanted. I don't remember what it was, but I just went from like <laughs> website to website, saying who had the cheapest one. Yeah. And yeah, there's like music friendly, uh, Zounds, um, what is it, Sweetwater, and yeah, there's like a few other ones that I'll I'll check them all Great. and to see like you know who's best got the
1: best price, know,
0: who's got the cheapest one because <laughs> it's but. Sweetwater usually beats them all. Like I always oh, go yeah. to Sweetwater for everything.
1: Oh, they, they got a sale going right now. Yeah. Yeah. I they was do. just on their they, they do. Just on their website yesterday. They got a sale. <laughs> I look up this equipment literally every single day. Yeah. And um I just be like, okay, well, maybe Black Friday I'm gonna be ready. <laughs> uh, my wallet's gonna be ready for you. <laughs> yeah.
2: Check
0: check Black Friday and also check um oh, so yeah, I would try and get that Apollo. Probably close to um Christmas time, yeah. because Universal audio does sell on plugins and it's like their their cheapest sale all year is around that like um black Friday or, mm. or um Christmas time type yeah. deal so that that's that's around the time that I would definitely do that but um yeah that's the equipment game is. <laughs> It's Literally. it's expensive, but it's it's worth it's, it when you it's wait. It's definitely worth it. It's worth it when you wait, yep. which is really about anything like um like the like this stuff. So as I was telling you before the podcast, for everybody who is looking and like, oh, you've got different stuff, or oh, this podcast sounds different. So I've got the Sure SM7Bs. Um, I was not going to buy them because I thought my podcast sounded just fine with the uh, AT2020s. And then I was like, oh, the problem was that people were like talking in the microphone. Oh, okay. Actually, let me do it. People were talking in the microphone like this. Gotcha. But those are condenser microphones microphones where you need to talk at it. (laughs) Gotcha. So I was like. Oh my god! <laughs> I'm about to buy these microphones just for the fact that people keep talking in them. wrong. So yeah, so that's why I bought these. And then these blue uh, compass boom arms, I love them. They're, oh yeah, they're nice. I was using uh, Neewer. Have you ever seen Neewer stuff? It's like N E E W E R. First microphone I ever bought was a Neewer, like eighty or something mm-hmm. like that. It's a black microphone with like gold at the top it's like a 50 dollar microphone. Um it's great for like if you're using a PA system. <laughs> but that's about it. Um yeah, so that was like the first microphone I ever bought. It was it was a trip, but uh, actually I think I still have it. But um yeah, so I I bought all this stuff because I was like, you know what? It's it's an investment. Uh, I'll be happy I did it. Yep. And I went Phew over a year using that other stuff because yeah. um, I knew that I was going to get, you know, good value out of it or whatever. So that's why I went with it for so long. Um, So whenever you make it to wherever you think you're, you know, whatever make it is, do you think you'll leave Memphis?
1: Uh, definitely. Okay. Yeah. Um, if I would have had it my way, I would have left Memphis a year ago. Really? Yeah. I only wanted to be here a year. Hmm. And it's it's now been 2 years. So. Yeah. Crazy how life, you know, moves you in a direction opposite of what you think you're going to go. Yeah, or whatever, but I definitely see myself uh leaving Memphis. I want would like a home here though. Where do you want to go? Um I love, honestly, I love L.A. I love D.C. Okay, um, I even love Chicago. It's just if I was live there, I would like to live like downtown Chicago mm. or uh, something like that. But I can definitely see myself residing in like L.A. or D.C. or something like that. But um, musically, I know D.C. would not be the perfect place, but. LA would be okay. Yeah. I feel like Atlanta is a great place for um artists and stuff is, like that. It's it just always opportunities there, it's always showcases, it's always something going on for artists to, you know, perform or grow or whatever the case may be. So I feel like Atlanta is definitely an option. Um musically, Oh, it's the reason why I would move there. Yeah. Um I've
0: I've made a couple of connections with people in different areas and it's interesting just like listening to how they feel about the area that they're in. Yeah. And sometimes it's kind of funny because some people at like wherever they are isn't great. So I'm just <laughs> like, yeah. somewhere has got to be great. Like everywhere can't be bad. <laughs> right? But obviously LA and like New York are like the two places, the most populated places. Uh, they say if you want to do music, that's where you need to go. Uh, country music, they say like Nashville. Nashville. Um but you know i think I think memphis is is coming up uh it's you know it used to be the place back in the day, yep, but um, I think it's coming up again with a lot of a lot of rappers um
1: who's who's singing out of Memphis That's like big name um, I don't know too many big name singers i out don't of think memphis. there's i can't really i know a lot there's a lot of rappers now the rappers yeah. get rappers get discovered in Memphis like every day almost yeah have you
0: ever heard of <laughs> prince d j uh- uh-uh. I actually had him on the podcast. Really talented singer. I'll have to show you his music after this, but um, you, you should uh, see if you can collab yeah, with him. Yeah, definitely. He's a great singer. But um, yeah, I don't. I can't think of any that are like you know top name in the industry that are singing out of Memphis. It's about time we changed it. Yeah, yeah. You can. <laughs> you could be the first. <laughs> it's
1: about time we changed it. I'm all about change. Yeah,
0: Absolutely. I mean, if. I don't know. I, I think it's, it's good to be in a place where like everybody is doing the same thing, but also kind of bad because it's, it gets kind of flooded. Yeah. So like, you know, when people, they well, want to do, they want to be like a movie star or something, they move to LA. It's like, well, everybody's in LA right. doing that. Right. So, but you know, you kind of stand out more if you're in a place where nobody's doing that thing that you want to do. It's just a little
1: harder to get put on though. It's a lot harder yeah <laughs> it's a lot hard to get the exposure exactly yeah yeah me
0: me personally um I think I wanna stay in this area um mm-hmm. number one because I think it's you yeah, know this is the first house I bought, so nice I'd like to have the house and then you know be able to stick around and you know know that i i started something you know what I mean like right. right. I think it'd be really cool to just be able to take over a city because, like, I think the people who really got Memphis on the map are, I don't want to say phasing out, but phasing out. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't think people know their names anymore that are in the younger generations. Yeah. So I think that's something that I could do eventually is just – pretty much just start linking up with people and becoming a staple in Memphis because you know, the, the music's changing, the people are changing. So I, th- I think that was something that I really want to do. Absolutely. And, and then be able to just like, I don't know, I guess just like doing the podcast and, and doing music as well. It's it definitely, it definitely seems like something that could take off. Uh, that's what Ryan, when me and him were talking, um, he was wanting to me and him to go into business together, and he was like, "Yeah, we could have like music on one side and podcasts on the other side, and we can do that all the time." <laughs> and I was like, "Yeah, man. Like, eventually, like, I I can't do that right now. Like, right, right now, I am swamped with like just I'm I'm back at full sail, but I'm doing uh, music business. Got so you. that's what I'm doing now. But uh, I was like, dude, I'm swamped with stuff. I can't <laughs> do that right now. But eventually, that's what I want to do. You so go
1: for it, man." yeah i I eventually will
0: (laughs) so what is um so you say you've got that that one album that you're working on uh you're doing the visuals so what is the um the whole concept of that
1: album um it's just about the complexity of uh of a relationship i want to say okay it just follows the up and down how, you know, you scoop a person and then things, you in the honeymoon stage and, and that type of thing. So I have songs of, start off with songs of scooping people and then it goes to the honeymoon stage and then it goes to the, the mods or the fall of it. And then it goes to the, go through like the different emotions, like the anger and then the sadness and then, then all of a sudden you back. With like mine we closed out the album with mine this is basically a song being like you know um no matter what you'll always be mine or whatever mm-hmm. no matter how many i don't care how toxic it is we didn't broke up a million times and all that good stuff but i just can't let you go or whatever because i feel like there's just, a lot of people can relate to you know that type of you know relationship with the whoever they're they're with or whatever and i know I've gone through Situations where it was toxic and stuff kind of like treaded on behind me and never really closed their door, you know, Mm. and all that kind of stuff. So I just wanted to put all that into music. Yeah. Yep.
0: Okay. So, like, when you came up with that concept, was it something that you, I guess, just thought that would
1: catch on to people? Or I literally didn't come up with the concept until after the songs were done. It was just Mm. like I was just writing music. Okay. No matter, like, if I felt this way, I'll write a song that way. Mm. Like, if I felt this way, I'll write a song the opposite of how I felt. And once I got all the songs together, I realized what the songs were doing. Okay. And that's when I came up with the concept that I was trying to, you know, give out to consumers and stuff. Okay. Do you have, a, like, a date that you're trying to finish it by, or are you just working on it? <sighs> we have a date set. We have a date set. Um, we're going to try to be done filming, by like mid November that way by November 30th November um I'll be able to release the album and the uh, visual to go with it. But okay. I don't know how um <laughs> I don't know how much of it will get done because <laughs> now we got to film for like the features and stuff too. Yeah. So okay, well, I go back to the drawing board.
0: Got you. Got you. All right. Well, um, yeah, man, it's it's been great having you on. Thank uh, you for having me. Is there anything that you wanna let the people know? Oh tell tell everybody how they can how they can reach you, how they can see you on uh, social media and all that kind of stuff.
1: Oh uh, uh, yeah, I'm on Facebook, it's Mitt Montreal M E T Space Montreal M O N T R E L. on Instagram I'm underscore Mitt Montreal. Um you can find me wherever you listen. Um all you gotta do is just go to your uh, streaming service, type in Mitt Montreal, and it'll pull right up for you. I'm also on um, iTunes if, you know, they feeling a little nasty and they want to <laughs> go a little grassy and pay. Well, I'm also on iTunes as well, but, you know, a stream would... We got to start thing. your band camp that
0: people can buy music Absolutely. on band camp. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um, yeah. Great having you on. And, Thanks, uh, man. I'll have to probably do this again. Maybe have Ryan on at the same time. Yeah, we'll, yeah. We'll chop it up. <laughs>
1: that will be dope.
0: All right. Well, uh, thank you for everybody tuning in and see you next time.